Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media. Uh, our duo handle is Sorry About Last Night. I'm at Philanthropy Gal. I am Christina Hutch. And uh, rate and review the podcast. Leave us a comment. Stuff like that. It really helps the podcast. And uh, it's free. And we appreciate it very much. So thank you. Uh, today's news item. It's a mix of um, news sources that I'm using because uh, it's something that some listeners have requested we speak about. And also just something interesting in feminism in general. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have been reading. This has going been going on since like November. Uh, but there's a, a lot going on with the Women's March, the which is the organization. And then also the separate marches that happen all over the country. The one in New York City. It's supposed to happen in, uh, I think, in uh, end of this month, uh, but everything's all over the place. And so there's articles from NBC, Washington Examiner, Essence, and I try to, you know, read all these different articles because obviously when you Google a, a, a news source, you can tell pretty easily from things about it if it's uh, left-leaning, right-leaning, unbiased, if it's more for young people. So I try to always read a couple different articles if it's something that I think could have bias. Mm -hmm. This was an instance in that basically... All the articles do say the same thing. In short, uh, there's a women's march controversy and people oh <laughs> and a lot of the marches have actually been canceled. Uh, one of the primary reasons is that they were saying uh, the the outcomes um, have been overwhelmingly white to these marches. Ah. Um, other things that uh, are being said is that they're anti-LGBTQ and that they're anti-Semitic. So there's a Whoa. lot of layers here. Shit, I marched. And yeah, and I started uh, reading up on this and ended up kind of going into a, a deep hole and like spent two hours like researching, reading different articles getting angry at points and then writing a whole kind of piece in response uh, just so I could organize my thoughts. Because a lot of these race issues, it's really tough to talk about, uh, especially as a white person, because there's almost nothing you can say. Uh, and again, like, you know, we are Jewish, but I always say, you know, pre we present as white. Yeah. And so it's very picking and with Judaism, it's super picky and choosy um, when people consider you white and when they don't. A lot of times it's like if there's a problem where you being white would be more convenient, you're white. Yeah. And if there's something where, you know, you could be a minority and you're Jewish. Yeah. But I mean. It's also how people, you know, because it's like a lot of other minorities don't like Jews, but then they wouldn't treat you like a minority. They would still call you white um, if to, to, to make you part of the problem. It's yeah. very complex. And it's yeah. and there's a lot of things there and it's and it's weird. And there certainly are a lot of anti-Semitic uh, things happening. Obviously, we saw, you know, and there's been sentiments and there's been swastikas. It's just been a mess these past a couple of years all over the country. And so, first of all, I will say, I was at the Women's March multiple years, both years, uh, LA one time, uh, New York City the other time. And I'm going to, I'm the first to say the Women's March was the rose of protests, like lots of pink, <laughs> litter signs. Pussy it was, ass. you know, done on a Saturday in time to have brunch. Was I there? Of course. Did I make fun of it the whole damn time? Yes. Yeah. I certainly did. Um, 
But I went because even though I disagreed with some of the execution of the march, to me, the overall message was uniting in womanhood. And that was something I couldn't sit on my couch for. Yeah. So first of all, I do want to point out how ironic and embarrassing and predictable it is that several women's marches around the country had to be canceled because women are fighting with other women. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's it ha- like when a woman crashes a car, you're like, oh, okay, all right, all right, we're not all, okay. Like, it's, it's I, the only thing I can do is laugh because what I want to do is cry uh, <laughs> and it's it's tough. Yeah. Um, secondly, you know, as I said, one of the issues was that the o- outcome was overly white, which was 100% true. We were there, primarily white people. Yep. Um, so to me, that says, okay, branding isn't appealing to women of color. Uh, it doesn't feel inclusive. And also, in general, the women of color who I spoke to um, who did not attend kind of said, like, well, we've been through too much shit already to fucking walk to fix it. And it feels like putting a bandage over a bullet hole. Mm. And I get that. I yeah. understand that. I don't disagree. I don't, don't disagree with that at all. Um, the Women's March in, in itself is kind of like a, it's like one big fucking Instagram story. Like a lot of it. Oh, yeah. If you go to the yeah. Women's March and you haven't you never Instagrammed it or told anybody mm-hmm. that's a true feminist yeah exactly definitely I'm guilty of it oh, as I'm well so guilty I it. went because I fucking thought of a great sign Lorena Baba <laughs> is my spirit animal I can't even get you away from that say spirit animal no I know and that was you know against indigenous people but that was you know before people were saying that so it just it, it, it there's always a, something to get mad at but and also for me even I always think everything is corny But for something like this, it's kind of like those exercises that you would do on the first day of camp or school or something where it feels corny and surface level. But then if you kind of just let it in, there Mm. is some depth to it. Yeah. And ultimately, there is power in numbers. So just the simple act of every fucking woman going out and getting on the street and saying, hey, we're here. And we're not going to be ignored anymore. I think that is something. It's beautiful. It, I it's felt something. that when I was at the march. Yeah, I but think I it's also something. want to be a part of something that is inclusive that people don't feel like they can't go to because of any reason. A hundred percent. So, but the kicker is, so I don't just read articles anymore. I do extensive research because the bias is incredible, especially in online sources. Mm -hmm. So then I went to the Women's March website and I'm like, oh, let me see who runs this to see how many white women were running it. I decided to, I thought I was going to see like an Upper East Side PTA. Uh, the, The head of the whole thing is a black woman. Most of the people who are on the board are women of color. Ah, There's more women of color than white women. There's Latina, Muslim. And then I died laughing because I'm like, okay, so white women are still being blamed even though it is being organized. Ah, by women of color. I think that it seems that the bullet uh, scenario, the putting a bandage over a bullet hole, mm-hmm. maybe that has to be why women of color didn't turn out because it's like I, totally. I have so many fucking fights to fight. Totally. The last thing I want to do is march with all you white bitches in the cold. And also, I mean, it's not just white. I think a lot of times people forget it. There's a ton of Asian. Uh, well, well, yeah, in- that. But lo- like low income white oh. people as well. Right. So it's like it's a, it was a very it's a very niche. It's not just white people. It's a very niche group of white people. It's white people who don't have to work on a fucking Saturday and have the luxury of yeah. not having kids. So like a lot of millennials and of people who don't have to work six or seven days a week, which is unfortunately super common. Yeah. In the United States and we forget about that and you know that there are just as a lot of also poor white people I think mostly because a lot of them are in the middle of the country yeah uh but they're still there like New York yeah, and they all voted for Trump well, not all they don't them, but... you know uh, I mean probably a lot of them didn't vote also is that is the yeah. issue and then so 
the founder of the Women's March, like the initial concept is a woman named Teresa Shook and she is white, but all she did was come up with, with, with like a Facebook group and said like, this is a, an idea and let's get together. And then these other women came and really made it into something, which is great. Absolutely. They made it their own as Paula Abdul would say. And, uh, I love that because you want different voices. It's so, so important. Yeah. But now they're fighting. They're fighting with each other. And, you know, Teresa has uh, asked the women to either adjust uh, their views or to step down. And so now they're basically, they were like on the internet, like fighting back and forth, even on Twitter. Like the Women's March official Twitter was throwing direct shade oh at Teresa. They made a comment that was saying like... Uh, uh, we like we appreciate Teresa for creating the Facebook page, oh, and geez. then <laughs> took full credit for everything. And listen, I don't know. I wasn't at the meeting, so I don't know. And then Teresa released a statement that said, "My original vision and intent." was to show the capacity of human beings to stand in solidarity and love against the hateful rhetoric that had become a part of the political landscape in the U.S. and around the world. I wanted us to prove that the majority of us are decent people who want a world that is fair, just and inclusive of women and all people. Uh, Bob Land, who is a woman, uh, Tamika Mallory, Linda Sarsour, and Carmen Perez of Women's March Incorporated have steered the movement Away from its true course. I have waited, hoping they would find, uh, they would right the ship, but they have not. In opposition to our unity principles, which you can find on the website, uh, or you could in the, in the past, I don't know if they left them up, they have allowed anti-Semitism, anti-LGBTQIA sentiment, and hateful racist rhetoric to become a part of the platform by their refusal to separate themselves from groups that espouse these racist, hateful beliefs. I call for the current co-chairs to step down and to let others lead who can restore faith in the movement and its original content. So I dug a little deeper into this and the icing on the cake is that a bunch of these women at the top of uh, Women's March Incorporated uh, are devout followers of Louis Farrakhan, who we've talked about on the podcast before. Just, I mean, historically a nightmare. Um, He's a black nationalist and he's the leader of the Nation of Islam. Okay. So, and even places like that are very reputable and not, bias and just truly like kind of like ACLU yeah but even cleaner uh the Southern Poverty Law Center yeah. and the Anti-Defamation League have described Louis Farrakhan as anti-Semitic and a proponent of an anti-white theology some of his remarks have also been considered homophobic ah. he also in the 90s if you remember organized the Million Man March which was a civil rights movement uh that famously excluded black women even oh. though it was a civil rights issue not a gender issue so you don't like the ladies and then in response they, they you know they uh, later on a, a million woman march was organized not by him but uh it, it was uh so he's just, i mean just everything they later uh the women's march people have since made a statement saying they are not followers of him but i mean of course they did because they had to well how do you know they were were they, they just made statements i mean it was, it was it was d- unknown oh oh it's like fact. if you just decided it's like when tom cruise you know like if he said like oh i don't you know believe in body themes or something right right you're like, you're like okay tom. i mean ev- literally everyone knows you do uh <laughs> and then, um and and so it's just it's it's really interesting and it's it's such a tough thing to to talk about because uh no one wants to hear like it's hard being white and that's absolutely not what i'm saying 
But um, while other groups of women have certainly had more pressing issues as far as rights and physical safety, uh, women of color, white women are kind of trophy holders for shame and guilt. That's what we do. And uh, it's really sad because I now see it, especially lately, like it's like it's in vogue to be like, I'm white and I'm bad and I'm terrible. Like, I mean, I feel that way sometimes. Not that I'm doing things that are terrible. I just feel terrible that... I just had a conversation with a comedian, a female comedian, she's black. I'm not going to say her name because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if she wanted me to tell you this. Mm-hmm. But um, we were talking about guys and stuff and then she got in this uh, conversation to me about how disappointed she is in white women. Mm-hmm. And she she had all of these like, terrible examples sure. of not being seen, not being heard by white women, being pushed aside. And I, But I hear that so often. So I, And I know that to be true because I believe people when they tell me how they feel. I'm not just like, wait, but like, was it? Like, I don't interrogate that. But um, but yeah, so it's it's and I and I so don't want women of color to feel that that breaks my heart. And I want to be a part of the solution as much as I can be or know how or I'm educated. I don't know. I want to be as I, I and at the end of our conversation, I was like, dude, I am so sorry that white women have been so shitty to you. I don't want to. But I, I, I had that conversation with her. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel, and I knew because she knew me. So she's like, you can talk. I'm not going to be like, but I'm not one of those women. I'm not going right. to fuck. That, I know that. I know you don't think that. I know like that was already established. But but also too, there's things I could learn. But I feel bad a lot for being a white woman because I see white women doing terrible things. And I just, and the pain that it caused this particular comic that I was talking to. I'm like, God, that breaks my fucking heart. Yeah, I, I absolutely it's, agree. I don't you know how you hold both things. But what I disagree with is uh, is it, it's so I feel awful that women of color are treated n- differently because of the color of their skin. I do not feel bad for being white. Right, right. Well, I, because I, you can't help it. This is literally born, just how I popped out. You were born, yeah. Just as anyone, which is why the whole concept uh, is ridic- of racism is is ridiculous. This is like literally just how, this is like this is how I came out of my mom's vagina. I know. Yeah. Um, but what's happening? But what's happening now is the same thing that f- f- there's so many problems. Feminism is just a fucking nightmare. Honestly, uh, it's the same thing as you know. When people are like, men are the problem. Men, men are the problem. If we just get rid of men, so the same thing is. I yeah. certainly don't condone a feminism that is anti-man. To just suddenly be like, a white women are all the problem, uh, and uh, every white woman is responsible and part of the problem right. is also not the solution, in right. my opinion. And it, and I see it happening, and it's and I'm sure. So what what's happening, in my opinion, is people who were already doing their part, such as yourself, or feeling bad, are just being knocked down further uh, Mm -hmm. to the point where you're going to... be non-functional at a point like at a point where you're just gonna be like yeah i'm terrible and whatever and then the people who really kind of needed the message the white people who needed the message are gonna get angrier oh yeah yeah and we see it happening already in other instances it's not always white you know white versus people of color um and and i feel like some people are using uh like the shame and the guilt as a because they know they're like oh that's white women's achilles heel uh, a yeah, certain yeah, yeah. group of white women's Achilles heel, mostly liberal women, um, and so like absolutely keep in mind that most of American society is built to cater white people, and so there are many issues that face women of color that as white women probably never even fucking crossed our minds. Yeah. And that's I love. I always watch videos by like Amanda Seals. I'm like I think yeah. she's really intelligent, well spoken, and I love listening to what she has to say because I'm like this is a great way um, to learn things, and it's I'm so glad she puts them on Instagram. 
But I think it's also important to know that you can be conscious and concerned about other races without hating your own race. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I went into the same thing about, especially because I just can't condone feminism that continually tries to tell white women, many of whom are rape and domestic abuse survivors, that they should feel more guilt I don't know everyone individually yeah. it's like piling on guilt to people who are already fucking crumbling under guilt which is women as a whole I just yeah. don't think that tactic is right that like every person's a white devil and that's the problem yeah because just in general women women have we've lived with hating ourselves for too fucking long and so adding another reason to hate yourself just feels like the wrong solution well it's certainly not gonna help yeah i was gonna when you were mentioning amanda seals i fucking love her also mm -hmm. rachel cargill is somebody i follow on instagram and i i messaged her um to get her email just i really want to have her on the podcast but she uh, all of her post uh, most of her posts are about race and she's mm -hmm. a black woman and she you know and she just wrote an article um let me uh, I just had it I didn't I haven't oh, motherfucker I'm not trying to look at your live thing I hate when motherfuckers go live and then I accidentally click it um Rachel Cargill where are you well I can't find uh, just oh it's uh, so when um and it was tight entitled it's for bizarre when white people are uncomfortable black people are silenced and um and I read like a lot of things she mm -hmm. posts and it's really I I that's that is a one of the ways that I try to make myself a better white person is by just listening and so uh, yeah I think um but I also know I guess I don't feel bad I don't feel bad for being white that's not what it is mm -hmm. I feel bad that there are women that are so marginalized and put aside and when you do that to any human being when you do that to all straight white men or the devil when you do that to any group I mean they've they've had it well for a really long time however it's going to wear on your soul and and make a dent in you so I don't know I just um, I feel more bad that people have to go through that. And so, but, but the solution to feeling bad about that is educating yourself, B donate to, to organizations like the ACLU and the Southern Poverty Law Center. And, and yeah, do what, I mean, read, fucking well, read. Yeah. Because it, I mean, it's also like my main concern is like, yeah, I mean, it's not my main concern is not people feeling bad. My main concern is that we're, that we're Piling still, on. we're still breaking up women into more and more groups. So it's like we yeah. got together as women and then still we're recreating a race war within women kind oh, yeah. and that is so dangerous and just so it's only gonna not, stoke anger not the thing and i mean the official women's march twitter fucking tweeted something that said white women be white in with it which is what <laughs> makes me laugh the women's march twitter with like sits, like with voting uh breakdowns oh you well. know but I mean that you, well, black women were also the reason why Roy Moore didn't get elected. But I mean, I was you know, like, you can't. I mean, that's like a, you, an official. That's not a professional thing. That's thing like is, a Trump level grade yeah. tweet. But if they're if they're if they're referring to all the white women who voted for Trump, yes, I mean that's terrible. But but saying but grouping it and being like fuck you white like. It just it's not gonna help what's gonna still change i don't know i'm trying to figure that out still yeah i mean for me it's just i mean i mean, put the statistics up and break it down by race if you want to but do, i mean you can't write white women be white and that's not gonna that's not gonna for the women's march it's way, i yeah. mean like that's hilarious you're, if a comedian wrote that right 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 but the that's women's funny. march yeah the women's march you can't want to be uh i know white people have been, been included forever they're the only ones who've been included forever but if you want to be inclusive you can yeah the, the white women that are really trying to not be pieces of shit 
shit well i mean when are even, gonna feel like shit when even the southern poverty law center which you know their main their main goal is certainly not helping white people right right uh is being like god this is come on you know this is still racist rhetoric yeah. uh and uh i just i mean it's like you know think of historical examples like i like to when you start calling out people by fucking race religion the holocaust like it's that's a huge we want to use the word problematic it's mm-hmm. huge because that's how there's going to be a fucking civil war in america again i truly think that there is well i feel that there's anger a brewing in the in the direction yeah and so it's just be, be cognizant like we can work together we really can do it and yes when you hire a group of women make sure there's lots of pe- people's voices uh highlighted and that includes lgbtq women of color but like work together yeah don't then start another issue it's incredible guys we all need to take a nap on a casper mattress you can be sure of your purchase with casper's 100 risk-free sleep on it trial casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies the original casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amount of both sink and bounce boom breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night casper offers two other mattresses the wave and the essential the wave features a patent pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body the essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night corinne and i both sleep on casper mattresses as does sir alfred hitchcock uh and they are extremely comfortable i was so excited when i got mine and it's my favorite mattress that i've ever owned i love you casper get 50 dollars towards select mattresses by visiting casper with a c dot com slash gwf and using code gwf at checkout terms and conditions apply again 50 bucks towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash gwf use code gwf Come see us live, uh, Winnipeg. We're at Rumors in Canada, which is Thursday, January 24th through Saturday, January 26th for five shows. Then we're headed to Raleigh, North Carolina at Good Nights Comedy Club. That's Thursday, February 7th through Saturday, February 9th for five shows. And then Valentine's Day is going to be in Portland, Oregon for the Listen Up Podcast Festival, which is a live recording of the Guys We Fucked podcast. Uh, heads up the there is no age limit on that so any age can attend it's uh, just like in a theater space uh, and you can get tickets to the entire festival a couple of shows or just our show uh, and all information for those shows is at sorry about last night comedy.com slash tours yeah, and Los Angeles. I will be in L.A. doing a show at the Comedy Store. I'm fairly certain the date is going to be Wednesday, February 13th. So if you're in L.A., watch out for that link. It's probably not going to be up yet, but it will be soon. <clears throat> so save the date. And New York City, Saturday, February 23rd, will be my birthday edition of Glamapus in the West Village, hosted by myself and Wendy Starling. Tickets are 15 bucks, and uh, it's going to be a fucking fun, fucked up night. Uh, and then Two Less Lonely Girls, uh, the podcast I do with Rosebud Baker about Justin Bieber, celebrity, Illuminati, conspiracy theories in Hollywood, etc. cetera, uh, of course, is on iTunes and Spotify, as always, comes out every Monday. Uh, we're also on YouTube now. Uh, you guys requested it, and we set up a weird fucking Justin Bieber studio in my house. <laughs> um, and you can see me uh, talking to a microphone, which, again, I don't think is interesting, but apparently you think it's interesting. And yeah. you can see me talk with my hands a lot. Mm-hmm. It's fun uh so you can just go on youtube it's two less lonely girls uh and thanks so much to our our next sponsor care of care of 
is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. This year, make health and wellness a top priority with the help of Care-of's monthly subscription vitamin service. Whether you're focused on glowing skin, boosting your energy levels, getting more sleep, or generally being healthy, uh, Care-of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices, and takes only five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically-backed vitamin and supplement recommendations uh i absolutely do care of i like it the quiz was really fun and it also um kind of answers some questions about your health that you might have some things you're like oh i feel like i should get this at the pharmacy but i'm not actually sure um and based on how you're feeling and uh things about your lifestyle they really uh send you a packet that's absolutely made for you uh 90 of people fall short of fda recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient find out what you're lacking with care of's online quiz and get back on track to reaching your health goals a portion of every sale goes towards the good plus foundation which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins which is so so important uh vegan and vegetarian supplement options are available to match your dietary needs and you guys can take advantage of this month's special new year offer for 50 that's 50 percent off your first month of personalized care of vitamins you're going to go to takecareof.com and enter code gw WF50. Again, that's takecareof.com with code GWF50 for 50% off your first month of care of. How you doing, Christina? Oh boy, you know. <laughs> a lot of shit has happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna talk about all of it, but I'll talk about some of it. Um so Saturday night, mm-hmm. um the person I'm seeing uh and I went to a sex club. Uh-huh. And it was incredible. I was very nervous. This person had never been before. So I was like, oh, I'm, it's cool to experience something uh, that somebody else hasn't yet. Like sure. for the first time with them. It's a very bonding experience, yeah. I think. And um, I was very nervous. I like took a very long time to pick out an outfit. But I picked out like, you know when you pick out like the perfect outfit? Yeah. Oh, man. I had this push-up bra from Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. that fucking like, I don't usually do push-up bras, but they made my titties. Woo! Mash them together. God damn. And underwear, I felt great. Leather skirt, black leather mini skirt and uh and a black sheer top it was like i was like oh my god i feel so good and um and i was so excited so we went to this place and it was incredible Mm -hmm. there was like eight rooms they were themed there was one with a jail it was it was so if it's (laughs) if if somebody gave me millions of dollars and was like hey make a sex club i would have not changed a goddamn thing about this place Uh uh-huh it was so incredible but i was you know we were both nervous sure we had it you know he had asked me like is there any rule you know what are what are our rules or limits or if there's any Mm -hmm. and the only one i said is if we are going to be with other people condoms 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 um and he's like of course yeah so which is kind of like the the mo at at places like that anyway there's like always condoms everywhere yeah oh there were a lot yeah um, and loop and um and so we get there and um and one of the things I was a little nervous about is like, you know, because in that world, a lot of people listen to guys we fucked. Yeah. And it's a lot, it was a lot of younger people. So I was like, uh, you know, I, I just, that just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. It's having, weird. getting naked in front of a human being and having sex in front of a str- in strangers, that's terrifying. I know we've host guys we fucked and we all talk about our exploits, but let me, 
don't don't act don't think that I, I just went into this like yeah let's fuck a bunch of people no it's terrifying because it's vulnerable it's scary you don't know what's gonna happen so and it's nerve-wracking and I was very nervous and I was and there was when we were in line to get drinks uh there was these two guys and one of them like looked at the other and looked at me and looked at the other and was like Tsh. and I, I I swear to god he said guys we found and I was like oh god just say hi if you're gonna do that but um but I just felt like scared and like why didn't I wear a wig um I don't know why I didn't do that but because my hair, my curls were looking good. Um, but they had, there was Sibians there. Mm-hmm. And oh, I've never tried one. I wanted to buy one, but they're fucking expensive. So I was like, I'm not going to buy one until I try How one. How much are they? Two grand. Two grand. Oh, yeah. holy shit. They yeah, but like, man. They don't look like they would be that expensive. In the videos, those ladies looking like they having a good time. Yeah. Um, and so we went into one of the rooms. No one was in yet. And I was like, oh my God, it's a Sibian. And so he's like, should I take the remote control, the vibrator? And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And I hopped on it. And I don't know if you've ever, you don't use vibrators but like so the first time i got the itachi i came way too quick mm-hmm. and it just you take a second to get so it was like one of those mm-hmm. i came so quickly i was like oh my god um and that was really fun and then there was this room in this place where they were doing rope professional people who um were doing rope tying mm-hmm. um like they were just tying people up and so i go to this person i said hey can you i want you i want to get tied up and i want you to watch me he goes okay and so um so we went back into that room. I asked, I like went next in the queue. I was like, can I be next? <laughs> and uh, I was like, can I be my brown underwear? I don't want to be naked. Cause a lot of the girls that were getting tied up were completely naked. And mm-hmm. he's like, do whatever you want. So this person sat right in front of me in this giant chair and I'm standing up in my bra and underwear, my beautiful push-up bra. My hair's like Farrah Fawcett. Like I feel good. I feel mm-hmm. sexy. And the sexy, sexy man is tying me up with this rope and he's like when he like goes to put it around my shoulders he like takes his like whole arm around my neck and it was so hot and this guy was look the guy I was with was looking at me the whole time Mm -hmm. and it was the most erotic experience I have ever because I it was scary there was just a room full of people they were kind of all looking at you but I was only facing him Mm -hmm. um and it was just like it was oh my god it was so erotic it was every second every every time like he looked up he was looking at the floor and then he looked up in my into my eyes the guy mm-hmm. I was with I was just like oh my god I was just like my whole body was pulsating and then he so this guy ties me up and then he goes to the guy I'm with he goes do you want to play with her and I'll be back in 10 and he goes <laughs> and I was like oh fuck yeah in my head and the guy goes yeah and he comes up and he shoves his fingers down my underwear mm-hmm. and he fingers me in front of all these people and it was just and I'm tied up and I can't move. And it was the sexiest thing. I'll ne- that will be in my spank bank until I'm on my deathbed. <laughs> I, that's the hottest thing that's ever. And that wasn't even the hottest thing that happened all night. Right. It was. I was glowing mm-hmm. from this most incredible night. Oh my god! And then this, the only other thing I want to talk about because I don't want to talk about any of his experiences. That's personal. If he ever wants to come on, he can. But I don't want to. I don't want to blow up his spot. Right. But um, but the only other thing that was I thought was so funny was I'm blowing him in, in a room that everyone's fucking, and these are like young, hot people in like beautiful lingerie. I'm like, this is this is heaven. Mm-hmm. Um. And everyone just had a good attitude. It was a diverse room. There was all kinds of races, all kinds of the the sexuality spectrum, gay, lesbian. It mm-hmm. was really cool. It felt, it felt inclusive. And I and I that and everyone was just so I don't know. They were just nice and kind. And I've been to sex clubs before, and they're not all like that. There's usually like a shady guy that you're like, is he on cocaine? <laughs> Why is he looking at everybody? It was just everyone was vibing with everyone. It was wonderful. It was such a crazy 
amazing experience. And right before we like the club closed down, um, I'm blowing this guy, and he because I was like, I want you to watch the these, guy you're with or yeah, someone else. The, the guy I I only messed with. Uh-huh. I only played with. We only play with each other. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want you to watch these people having sex. They're so hot and they're really good at sex. You watch them, and I'm gonna blow you. Mm-hmm. And um and so there and there was a room behind me even further not the one he was looking into and this really hot guy was getting blown and he started looking at me and so i i like pulled my underwear down and like waved my pussy in his face just because <laughs> i knew he was watching and i was right. like that was so hot and then i i was blowing him and um and then the this guy comes in like right before the night wraps up you kind of can feel it this guy who's part of like just a, a a party goer he comes in and i'm blowing this guy and i look up and i give this guy the thumbs up <laughs> and then i keep blowing and the person goes did you just thumbs up that guy i'm like i did i don't know why and it was just very funny um so it was just this magical night i'll never forget it it was just so perfect and then we get to our bags and we get our things you know you put your phone away right in a locker and not in a locker just oh. in a coat rack like i put it yeah oh, okay. i mean nothing was stolen it was, uh-huh. you know, everything was fine but uh and I get a text from Steven and it said, hey, were you at this place? My friend who was a dominatrix, I'm not going to say her name, but mm-hmm. dominatrix and her friend said they saw you there. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't, I'm so angry even talking about it. I was so mad. I felt, I felt so disgusting. I felt spied on. I felt like. First of all, discress, d- 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 discretion. Discretion, yeah. Discretion is a huge part of these environments. It's against the and rules. And I'm sorry if yeah. you're a motherfucking dominatrix, and if you, oh God, I hope you're fucking listening. If you are a dominatrix for a living, and you go and see somebody that you know their ex, and text the ex that mm-hmm. I'm there, fuck you, fuck you. I'm so mad i mean that's she should be fired that's completely she should have her membership revoked i already wrote the the establishment yeah, the owner was very mad completely unprofessional i haven't had the final correspondence with the owner yet because mm-hmm. he seemed he responded right away he's like that is completely unacceptable i'm very upset mm-hmm. um and then apparently she had an apology to give to me i'm like i don't want that fuck you it's you should your just job. fire her because you if we give out the name a sex of the educator. sex podcast of the sex club on here then no no one will go because they'll know it's not a discreet place to have sex which is well, the and fucking I was gonna purpose pl- i was going to plug it because i was like the, everyone mm-hmm. needs to know about this mm-hmm. place i don't care if you listen to guys we fucked and you come and you see mm-hmm. i don't care it doesn't matter well, like just, I if you see us at a sex club just don't say hi to us yeah just acknowledge yeah. it in your own head selfie no, no we're please. not taking selfies no but i but i don't care and i and i but i left the club and i was like man i am gonna plug the fuck out of this amazing Amazing right club. Like, yeah because i'm so happy and then i got that and i was like my i my heart sank and i was like christina you will not let this ruin your amazing night you just had the most amazing night but then yeah and, and i and yeah. i and i talk about when i talk about steve a lot of times i'll just say very nice things i'll be very kind i'll be very and even to him i'm i try and be paid i don't say what i really want to say to him in the past couple months having dated these two guys that are so incredible it really showed me all the ways in which i was manipulated and 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 fell for things that I shouldn't have I should have stood up for with him and it really pissed me off I've been thinking about that a lot the past couple months Mm -hmm. and then when I got that text from him how fucking dare you Mm -hmm. and then he tries to tell me comedy clubs are your territory I finally found a place that's a community that people I feel safe with if you feel like this is a place that you need to be at regularly I would like to talk about it in person fuck you I know you're listening (laughs) fuck you 
Are, are, excuse Yo, me, Steven, you're crazy. Excuse I always knew me. it, but d- goddamn, everyone knew it. But then I, you know, goddamn, fuck, wow, you. And I sent him wow. a long text, a very long text, yeah. and I was like, I will go wherever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. And your negativity on me has been like a cancer that I am now free of. I said that, mm-hmm. and I and I and I was harsh. I read the text to Melissa, mm-hmm. and she like stood up clapped and hugged me. Like, you finally stood up to him and said what oh, you needed to Melissa. say um and so that yeah that's all i wanted to talk about but uh, you know I, I really hope the owner of this club reaches out again i'm gonna reach back out i i emailed him right back he seemed really concerned and i felt so comfortable because i want to go back to this place often like i i i mean that's just so inappropriate i mean i have friends who are in therapists and stuff and they you know they don't they don't tell me names or like uh identifying information about anyone because they're fucking professionals yes and i and i and i i will refuse to let that ruin my night but god damn it that made me feel and you know what it's so fucking bullshit because there's such a fight going on right now uh for sex workers to be treated as professionals and they absolutely should be but you need to fucking act like one because yeah. otherwise you're working against your own group of people I, I i yeah i uh i i am appalled at this woman's choice to conduct herself and, and i just I mean, want to tell you to go fuck yourself one more time but and then, really think about what you did but then and then level two i mean steve, steve like steven's what? just what? continually trying yes. to control you yes. and get back in but the thing is he never will again don't let the anger eat away at you because that's like it's still feeling more emotion for him than you should yeah um and he's still getting to you and so i think when you show anger you show even an emotion you see, and that to him because he's a maniac um sorry uh, you no, know, don't i also be sorry. know he's listening um is uh is that uh, he he knows okay the, he goes, something goes off this in his head he get goes her. okay there's something else I can do I still have a little something left that I can do yep. because anger is better than nothing not when someone feels responds with nothing to you you're dead to them yeah well uh, I blocked him I blocked his phone number so he Good. can't ever contact me again um, and I'm so happy about that and uh, I he are also told me that he created a fake Instagram account so that he could look at my Instagram mm. and, and, and I wasn't gonna say anything about that. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Knock it off. Mm. Um, and I and I was so worried about talking about this because I don't want. It, but I'm like, what am I worried about? Where I don't want to hurt him. I don't want to embarrass him. But fuck that. Well, I this mean, this is my experience. You gave him five years of the best, the best public, pre- yes. publicity. I don't think Kim Kardashian's pu- uh, publicist who is <laughs> has given anyone that much uh, good publicity. Yeah. So and and, and you're and, fine. And I don't mean to be unkind. I just I I just man man that really really set me off so but i had i had absolutely one of the most magical nights and i will be glowing uh over this evening that i had for for months now I, i'm so oh my god it was just amazing and i hope that this owner and i can can figure out what the best form of action is because i mm-hmm. would like to go back and promote the fuck out of this place it's incredible so yeah. and i'm glad he at least gave a shit right away and, and told me that so that that meant a lot but yeah um okay hey guys we have a wonderful guest <laughs> today on this episode of Guys We Fucked. We love her. We've been wanting to interview her for so long. Um, mm-hmm. She's a, a staple in the comedy community. She's an incredible stand-up comedian and a podcast host. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Marina, Marina Franklin. Franklin. Shaking my dreams and my kiss at the seams when I'm cleaning the healing. Always something I'm needing. Taking the back by the burn of it all. Keeping track of the people who call. Out on the bullshit is all. Take a number, bitch, I'll give you a call. Tell me, do I 
look good with this gold ring. Shoulda wear skinnies on my chains. Tryna be fly, so I take time. Do you like lotto? Would you like wine? Heading uptown with a lit vibe. Only got time for the holler life. Cruising your skies like a red eye. Look around, baby, this paradise. Can we get personal? You see me, but can you see through it all? You're vibing like you can see something nice. I'm thinking I gotta show up tonight. Is this unusual? The feeling I'm feeling, I shake at my wrist, and now every new season I turn with the leaves. I'm sure that you see it, I'm green with the peas. I'm dotting my eyes and I'm crossing my teeth. Falling for fame, they calling for me. What can I say? I do what I can. I find a new flow, do it again. This is gonna be a long hour. Yeah, yes or no answers or uh, no dice. We are here with the very talented, wonderful Marina Franklin. Thank you. You did your research. Oh yes, I did. You're a legend. I am. Trying to be a legend. <laughs> Can you try to be a legend? I like that I idea. I think you are. Aw. Am I? Yeah. New York City comedy staple Oh my for God. Sure. Absolutely. You're like. You're I've just l- been here a long time. Yeah, but you're there's, also there's really good. There's a legend good. and then there's someone who just didn't stop. Now, I saw you do. <laughs> that's true. Thanks. I don't know if it was an hour or a half hour at Fat Black in the lounge. And I'd, I've seen you do stand up multiple times with that. You just, you, the way you take your time on stage is is amazing to watch but it also makes me think because i we want we want to interview you for a while i'm like she's probably really good in bed just you just you just you're okay being present in a way that just i would think that would admit but i don't know is that correct <laughs> is there a correlation I would hope, I, you know what i think bonnie mcfarlane once said that i oddly turned her on by being on stage. Now, yeah this is me just giving myself again a compliment <laughs> like on top of your compliment that's fine that's okay. someone else's compliment but I will say it's part of the dance. I think it's because I'm a good dancer, probably more so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't talked to any of these guys as to whether or not I'm really. They come back. They come back. I was like, you've never, you've never had like a discussion about, or I mean, I'm sure people have given you compliments. Men they have given you. don't say really? anything specific. Okay. But I know I, at one time years ago, Todd Lynn, God rest his soul, he's gone. He said, uh, you must have some good stuff down there because they all they 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 come back. They like they keep coming back to you. Uh-huh. And so that's is, all I know is that <laughs> there is an idea out there that Marina Franklin's got some good stuff down there. I mean, Plus, that's a great thing. Yeah, to, that's, that's a good thing to have going around. Yeah, that's a great thing to have going around. I've only I do <laughs> have sex comedia. with yes. so true. At least that goes away. Um, <laughs> do you have sex with stand up comedians? I've only had sex all with the one stand up, and I was like, yeah. He's like, you're great in bed. I'm like, yeah, tell him. <laughs> all the time i shit where i eat that's, yeah that's me the too. title of my next special yeah and i can shit envision the cover I now eat. you're just shitting on a plate <laughs> <laughs> oh gross um well, i yeah i mean i'm lazy i guess it's more to the point like i <sighs> i just i'm whoever i'm around if they are got a great personality and which a lot of comics do. They do. They have great personality. Yeah. And if we get along and, you know, I have to explain my career to them and then they're also good in bed, it works out. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a key. But I think there's also like, do you feel like I get very, this is sh- shitty. I get, I get bored around non-comedians. Like I'm spoiled by having people who are so quick-witted and entertaining yeah, and open uh, and can take things all the way, like five levels past where you would have to start on a on a date with someone who's not a comedian, or I guess it's just painful a talking to non comedian. Yeah. yeah, men though for the most part are always trying to be funny. 
or than women that's even worse i'd so, rather just yep. have like a if you're a not a comedian just just laugh at my jokes that's what's weird is like i really don't want them to know i'm a comedian <laughs> well because all they're gonna be like oh what? Well, then they what, start acting are? weird yeah oh, and try to be funny they just don't know what to do because they you could see that men's uh ground zeros that they're always the funnier one uh-huh mm. so then when you tell them you're a comedian it's like what so I can't like it's like they already know they can't be the funnier and they're like but my role up. is not my role anymore <laughs> in this relationship exactly. yeah. yeah yeah step down so buddy. I try not to say it but it just doesn't lately I have been saying it just to see what see how much fun I can have with it but. yeah so you're actively dating I am trying I go back and forth with one dude because the sex is amazing yeah uh, yeah that'll get you I mean, this is probably the best I've ever had. In my really? Life, Why know? is it good? Just your chemistry, or does he do stuff differently than everybody I think else? He's retarded. Mm, uh. <laughs> Article. <laughs> Sound by. You know how they say? Well, I would say, I just, I, I don't know. I've never met. Uh, he's free with his body. Oh, he's loose. Yeah, okay. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's comfortable. And when he, like, I, when There's guys put on a, yeah, when they put on a face, they put on an act or something, you're like, this is not enjoyable for me. But when the guy is super turned on organically, you're like, ooh, I like that you can let yourself go. He goes all, like, he's just really free with, like, some men are uptight and don't yeah. realize it. Yeah. But, and then, and some men, yeah, and then in bed, they're just very uptight. They're just, like, Irish about it. <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> is he free on like giving and receiving or? Yeah, he's at just every which every angle. Hmm. Like, yeah, he's the best I've ever had. Wow. So it's a bit, it's going to be a difficult one to stay away from. Have I, you ever had sex with an Irish person? Uh, yeah. And, oh, I was about to say I, every time. Because <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm doing that now and I'm like, this guy is amazing in bed. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's very open. Like, more open. Like he was doesn't. Was he adopted? No, no, he's born in Ireland. Wow. Yeah. Was his parents, what happened to them? They're, you know, his mom is around and his yeah. dad passed. Yeah. I think you might I know just, who it is. He he yeah. works, not with, he's not a comedian, but he works uh, with comedy. Comedy at the adjacent. Ah. Singer. Oh, it's a singer? Yeah. Ah. At the Olive Tree. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, no, but he's wanna... frantically googling. Oh no, don't worry about it. It's cool. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, well, he looks free. Yeah, so now I free. Know who you're talking about? Yeah, he's an artist. Yes, and music. I know, like Corinne and I said for a while. I know Corinne had this like no musicians rule, but when I like I will wa I would watch him sing and play guitar, and I'm like, you know what you're doing with a pussy. <laughs> I could just tell. Yeah, musical, like it's rhythm, right? Yeah. So it's always that too. Oh yeah. yeah, musicians always know what they're doing with the pussy. There's just too many pussies. That's why I have no oh, yeah. musician's role. Oh yeah. Just I, like completely, you know, and nothing against this person. He seems very nice, but yeah. like, you know, I have a very strict no musician's rule. And I did break it once and regretted it immediately. <laughs> and that oh, was for yeah. someone who played the trumpet. So was it oh, worth my it? God. Answer, no. Yeah. No? Mm -mm. And he's using his lips. Yeah. No, well, I mean, it wasn't. It, the sexual uh, part was great, but. <laughs> those trumpet fingers. fingers. Those trumpet fingers, man. <laughs> no, the, sex, the sexual part was great. The, uh, it was the other. Uh, parts of the human being that was the, the problem. <laughs> I would say. Oh yeah, we interviewed him. He was yeah, he was a douche. Yeah, so um, fine. Have you ever fucked a musician? <sighs> Probably. I mean, you know, there's always this. <laughs> I've slept with so many men. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest, and 
I'm sure there was one of them. Was there? Oh yeah, there's there was one. Yeah, he was a singer and he played the guitar. Mm. Yeah, he was nice. Yeah, he was real nice. Do you? But ever... he wasn't like wild or anything. He wasn't okay. my best. He was just like he. It's like he. He was playing music. Yeah, yeah. that's what happens. It's yeah. like your vagina is the guitar string. You're like, keep strumming, ooh, baby. Ooh, this is good. Ooh. So for you, is your best like wild? Like, is that where you feel? Yeah, what kind of sex? When do you, you have? say like the most free? <laughs> what kind of sex am I having? Because like sometimes I I'll go through a phase where like I just want dirty fucking hit me in the face, and then other times I'm like, just hold me. So, uh, well, I. Oh, I should have said that I, I have a difficult time talking about sex before I came here. Oh, really? I just realized that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, no, my therapist was once, she looked at me, she said, why are you, why are you doing that? Because <laughs> I was like blushing, I guess. Oh, okay. In my way. Because I'm black, you know, you blush in your way. <laughs> but it's, but I, I do have a difficult time, I'm just realizing it, talking about it. But I will say like, sexually... <laughs> now I'm getting silly. This, this is, is vulnerable. I was like, this is very sweet because to, to know you <laughs> on stage, yeah, and then to see that, and also I'd be like, I get his pants off and I unraveling fucking push a little bit, right? But also, it's really interesting because, you, like you say, you you have a lot of it's sex and you have a lot of sex, sex, but you, but so so truly, I'm interested. Like, what is it about talking about it? I know it's weird, right? Do I don't you, know. If what it's are, weird. What, what feelings other than weird, weird pop up for you? Just different. Why is it weird for you? Like, Interesting. Why it it's funny that I can't talk about it, but I am very sexual. Hmm. Like, but my friend doesn't. Friends don't think I am sexual, but I am when I am sexual. When I'm actually sexual. At the I, time, I feel like you emit sexual. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Do. Men say that I'm sexy, and I don't know what it is I'm giving off when they. You say are. That. It, it's just I don't know. It's probably innate. Your present shoulder. It's like it's I have a little shoulder move. Yeah. Well, it's how you take your time with talking and speaking and listening too. Yeah. Like you, your presence calms me. Does it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I feel like I talk a little Aww. at a more normal pace. <laughs> well, yeah. I have. You know what it is? Because I come from the theater. Oh, <laughs> very I sexual. I always group believe of in a safe space. Mm. I also think that the theater background helped me to be more sexual too. You know, because mm -hmm. like coming from the theater, you have to be very open. You have to be willing to let go. You can't feel stupid. Yeah, you, you have to let stupid. that feeling go. No, you can't feel stupid, and you have to be really uh, present in the moment. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what's good about me sexually. I, I would say what's probably not good about me is I do have a ADD. I have attention deaf, so I have the tendency to to go off mm. on some other idea while I'm having sex. Really, like in, in your mind? mind? Yeah, I'll be thinking. Other and things. then is the guy like Marina? <laughs> Marina, are you here? Where are you? They don't say it, but oh. I think they. I've, I I kind of get an idea from some of them. They're like, I don't know where you go sometimes, but it's okay. Where I do thought that you was go? all. I was like, I thought that was all women because that's kind of like that scene in that in that like what women want movie where he can all of a sudden read minds it's there was like in the trailer the girl was thinking like oh britney spears is on you know conan or whatever tonight so i thought that was just because women are constantly multitasking and worried about so much and uh that's in part we were just talking on the last episode like that's in part where i th think women have trouble orgasming orgasming sometimes because there's so much on your plate and you really need to let go and be free God, you put to that come. so well. I you see need to be present to come. Well, I think about it a lot. <laughs> well, we talk she about it a lot so well. to a lot of different folks. Yeah, it is true. 
I mean, I'm thinking about probably my career. I'm thinking about yeah, like sure. how I have to how I have to book my podcast. All these mm-hmm. thoughts are going on also during like, am I supposed to be having sex right now? I need to like really make more money next year. Yeah, yeah all those things Agreed. do happen. That, but that's why I think like the the more oh, if you know how to relax yourself, if you know how to bring yourself back to the moment, that's that's pretty much what I do. I I'm, I have full awareness. I have awareness of when I'm gone too. Like if mm. if I'm in a conversation and I, I leave it, you'll come right back. Yeah, I have awareness of it. I also have awareness when I've just interrupted someone in this because I've obviously not cared about what they've said. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you're honest with yourself, and with I, them. I do all that, but but it's after I've done it. So mm, okay. there's the problem. So your sexual style, would you say it's more like staccato? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm sorry. Staccato to the face. No, what were you going to say? <laughs> Are you, do you have a, one type of sex that you like to have or that you usually have, or have you gone off the rails in terms of, it's pretty let's try normal. something weird. Sex is, I don't go too crazy. I mean, you know, I don't have any like weird fantasies. Uh, oh no, no, that's not true. Although I used to watch a lot of porn with gangbanging. Oh, it's one of But my that's kinds. more of just because I could watch it. I, I don't think I could actually be a part of that. That would be too exhausting. I wish there was a <laughs> world in which there was a circumstance where I could comfortably orchestrate a gangbang. I've thought about boy, it. Boy, I would do it. I've thought, I've, I've actually thought, who could I get for this moment? Yeah, because how do you vet, male sex workers? Like, how do you vet that many people? The sex workers is a good idea, though. but it's super expensive. Super expensive. I, that would be a several thousand dollar. Oh, we wouldn't have to get it? him for three hours. I got a guy for three hours, and it was a thousand. Three hours? But I needed to, like, go out to drinks with him. I needed to get to know. I can't just fuck. So I, the, I need the to. the three hours was, the, the drinks were included in that three hours? Yes. Yeah. Because I, I needed that. Like, that was foreplay for me, because wow. I needed to get to know him and trust him enough to have sex with him obviously i was like you probably know what you're doing and he did he did oh huh? he did he picked me up and like walked me around the living room i'm like oh, oh nice. that's wonderful he picked you up yeah i would get so nervous with someone picking me i'd be like you don't have to do that <laughs> why would you get nervous? too much work too much work just <laughs> well <down>. the older <laughs> i get yeah like i used to think 69 was like a good idea but it's not i don't know do you 69 i haven't you know that 69 is relationship stuff i think mm. i i mean maybe not i don't know i haven't i haven't 69 in quite some time it's been years <laughs> since i've 69 that's the title <laughs> of your next special <laughs> it has it's yeah. been quite some time since you know i mean uh, lately i've just been have the guy go down goes down on me and the blowjob is not really necessary. He doesn't really care for it. Oh, really? I mean, now I know why you're not leaving this situation. Yeah, this that's a good one. Pretty ideal, honestly. It's also like a blowjob is work. It is a job. Thank you. Yep. And here's the thing, right? There's certain sizes where it's definitely it's it's not a job. <laughs> it's easy. It's over. And then there's certain people that you're with. You're like, okay, I'm never doing this shit. Why? Because they never come? No, because the size is just... Too big? It's too... It's like... Oh. I can't... Uh, but say like when you when you really like someone and when you're really into them, do you ever like giving a blowjob? Because I feel like I feel blowjobs are a form of expression for me, self-expression. Oh, but yeah. I only want to blow guys that I really like, like I'm really fucking attracted to. Huh. I don't think so for me. I think <laughs> a blowjob is not really an emotion. It's less... Like, I'd rather give you a blowjob than a gift. Okay. Because I feel like a <laughs> gift, like, it, let's say, like, I, like a gift 
I feel is more meaningful. But I guess you're right. Maybe for a guy, a blowjob. For me, it would just be like, just, just get this over with. Uh, yeah. Well, some yeah. guys maybe want the gift. Some guys don't like blowjobs. A couple. I feel like I've met. I, I don't. I feel like blowjobs are not that intimate. I guess. Mm. See, I, don't, I like looking I don't them in the eye as I. Oh no! I would never. <laughs> I would never look them in the eye. See, that's what I love about it. I love watching their face. Mm. It's so fun. Well, I do like the control of it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yes. I like seeing them lose control. That's always fun. And You're, I am actually pretty good at it. I've been told. Yeah. I've been told when you know. Hey, when you know, you know. And that's when the acting work comes in, too. You do a lot of breathing. <laughs> yeah, because if you're gagging on a penis and it's just like, oh, I feel like they're about to come, you have to like not make the throw up sound so much. Like, it's real. It's a lot of work. It is a job, as you, as I've you thrown say. Up, I've almost thrown up so many times. Yeah, uh, me too. But you've never actually thrown up. No, no, I've never. I No, never. Because most guys I've talked to, I, some at one point or another, someone's thrown up on their dick. Oh, wow. A lot of times alcohol is involved. <laughs> yeah, you know, but the, the last blowjob I gave was sober. But towards the end, I, I made the throw up sound. And I think a little like, I don't know, something had to come out. But I was just like, back up oh, okay yeah you got no. a <laughs> soldier oh. do you ever have guys come up to you or audience members of your show and hit on you i i have lately nice because i new. feel like of all the female comics they probably it's wait new. so what do you think you're doing differently or what do you what, what is different in the world that this is happening because this is a real dream we always ask uh women who are also stand-ups to, like if they ever get hit on after shows and they're always like fuck no they run away Usually they don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's but I think it's also that we're not hanging out either. Mm. You know, like I don't re like I think earlier on I wasn't really hanging out to meet guys after a show or doing some some of the stuff the guy comics do after shows. Like I kind of I would go right back to my room. Oh, yeah. And okay. I don't even like hanging out after the show really because oh. earlier on I didn't want to know what people thought. I was kind of nervous, so I would just leave. I would say now I hang out, uh, I'm a little more confident, so I'm, I may hang outside the door at the cellar or something, or I may, I don't mind staying upstairs. I don't have as, unless it's a bad show. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> then you run home. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a weird anxiety thing after a show, but I also, I think I feel better because I've been working out. I'm in my most shape I've ever been in my life, and so I feel good, and I think that resonates, and the mm. confidence is there, and so mm. that's I think what it that's is, yeah. what it is. Yeah. I had... Um, a guy approached me after the show and he was like, I really want to, he was drunk though. But he's like, I really want to take you out. Is that serious? Are you serious? You don't have anyone? And I was like, yeah, you didn't listen to every part of yeah. the material. Cause there's a part that says, you know, oh, you know, I have to, I'm getting to know men first now before I sleep with them. And you just let me know. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> So that that happens, yeah. yeah. And I've got I've gotten like some messages, but not a lot. But hey, some is better than everyone else who tells us none. Um, really, they yeah. say none. Yeah, mm -hmm. no guy. Yeah, we talk about that a lot about how guys don't approach women after comedy shows. Wow. Like they pro like girls approach male comics. Yeah, they yeah the the approaching part is not as frequent as male comics. Definitely, yeah, definitely. But I do get like lately a couple of like long stares. <laughs> Where I'm like, this isn't. This is a longer stare than is necessary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or, um, but they definitely they'll contact me after the show. They go, you know, you just I can't believe you're single. Like, really, is that true? I would love to take you out. Yeah, lately. Nice. How do you do? You like being single? I'm single, and I um, sit for the first time in a while, and it's the best. 
Well, I, yeah, it's weird. It's like I really enjoyed being single, and I'm nervous about that because um, recently my cat got sick. Oh. And I was like, oh, no, maybe I don't like, maybe I haven't been single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe your cat's your I boyfriend. I understand. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, no, what do I do if, when Billy's gone? Oh, yeah. Animal companionship is a lot different, though, because, like, I love having a dog in my apartment, but I really, people, I have, say I have, like, a three-hour limit before they need to go out. And it's, like, an overwhelming, like, I'm like, you need to leave now. Like, like there's a fire, but it's in my brain. <laughs> like, I'll just like, even if it's like a whole mess or like people are over, I'm like, okay, everyone needs to go now. And I was like, I'll clean everything up. I just need to be alone. And it needs to happen at this precise moment. <laughs> like, oh, that, I really don't I even have people over my house. Most of my friends have never even been to my apartment. No one's been. No. I don't like it. I feel like when people are there, it tarnishes it. Yeah, I get <laughs> They're that. really yeah, yeah. psycho about it. Uh, but especially because I, I work from there a lot now, it's like, I mean, it is like a sacred space in a way. I don't like ta- like taking a ton of pictures of it. I don't like. I wouldn't be on cribs. They didn't ask me, and the show's not. They should. It's anymore. a well decorated home, but you know, that kind of thing. I don't know. So I think it is different. Like having a human, because like the cat is like on your side, knows your routine. Yeah, but I you felt know. so. Gives you're space. right. And he knows. He doesn't. Well, he does get in the way though. He gets in the house. He's supposed to be loved. Because he's always asking for stuff. Like, he wants hey. to sit on my lap all the time. <laughs> he sits, today, he just, he sat on the computer and then he threw up. Oh. So I had oh, to clean no. that up. So, but I'll miss all of that. Yeah. See, that's yeah. The thing. Taking like, care of. Yeah. Nurturing. But, yeah. So, and an animal offers unconditional love. Yes. You know, and that is something so that. So you think. Yeah. I was going to say, oh. I was like. Well, I had a cat. <laughs> I had a cat that I, the vet told me to get drop it off at a farm so that really? one did, that one didn't give me unconditional love Aww. yeah she attacked ever including me all the time she was feral i didn't know that oh she was feral yeah, yeah. i went Oops. to a feral cat meeting once why i know <laughs> it's just what sometimes is you what do is? get a little lonely speaking of single life <laughs> wait so you you got lonely so you went to a feral cat meeting? i was like a little this that's not a metaphor ago. like literally a feral cat i went cat to meeting. a i, I think Cats know how to enter the psyche of a lonely woman's mind somehow. Like the they do is, the it for was that. like they, there's they, they cry in the alley, and I can't help but help. You know, so I was like I didn't know what was going on. I was like, why are these cats screaming? And I got to do something about it. And I got in an argument with my landlord. So then I I saw someone told me I went online to find out about the cats in Harlem and what I could do. And I saw this Aww. cat feral cat meeting on Sunday. You're like, oh man! And it was a snowy day, and I was like, I am going. What good person! <laughs> ah, and that's when I, <laughs> that's when I found out. This is like we do it like once a year. I think Bloomberg had something where he's because there's an overpopulation of cats. Oh, okay. In New, in I think there's there's I've more see stray cats. Oh, they're all over the. They're the, so they have to colonize them through these col- feral like communities. They have oh. feral cat communities. I had no oh. idea about any of it. And these cats just a bunch of screaming <laughs> fucking cats. That's why I should. No, have they're Gilda. tagged. They're tagged. Their ears are tagged. Oh, yeah. Wow. So there's a there is a a a queen cat lady like a queen Whoa. bee of the you know so she like a human. It's like yeah, the bird okay. lady from Home Alone too, but yeah, for cats. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's in charge. Of the cats in your community, you probably don't know her. Holy shit! I need to meet this woman. She there's moves there's the night. one in Harlem. I actually talked to her when I was after the feral cat meeting. I found out who she was, 
And she was like, yes, they're trying to kill us cats and they got the fences and they're trying to poison them. I got that man. I got him. I saw him. So she's like out of her mind. Is she, she's single? Yeah. I didn't ask. Yeah, man. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't meet her. I just. <laughs> Dying to know. She's, she says she has some of the feral cats come in. They go out. Definitely single. Yeah. Yeah. So. But she loves cats. That's beautiful. But she's, will get very upset with you if you take one of those feral cats and you don't know. So a lot of people don't know and they do what you did. Yeah. And I got them from a website and, and I got them in Jersey. I went to a lady's house in Jersey. Yeah. You, oh, But the, she has an That's outdoor different. cat and the cat that was the dad was just a random ass cat. What the in hell the was the website? You've been punked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like pets you'll hate. Gotcha. Soon. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh, so sad. Some people do take them off the streets and not they don't know they're tagged and they're feral and they're part of a community. So how do you know when a cat is feral? I mean, when it attacks you all the time, probably. When it can't stay inside, basically. Yeah. yeah. A cat that really can't mm. that's like climbing like there's nothing that's a feral cat oh yeah, okay. let it stay yeah outside. she she would gilda would climb everybody's back with mm-hmm. her claws she'd climb my hair yeah when and we, like if we're sitting here and gilda was here all of a sudden you'd be talking and then she would just come up Aww. and jump up and just in your skull yeah no no, no one wanted to come no over good. No yeah good. yeah so i had to get rid of that no cat. cat whispering for that cat Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. but um i was gonna ask <laughs> It was a sex but the cats question. cannot fill the hole. This is true. So back yeah. to your single point. Yeah, yeah. Do I like being single? I actually, I love it, but then I don't know. Lately, I'm kind of like, not, I'm, I'm transitioning into, I think I want someone in my space. Yeah? Yeah, I think I need companionship. I, I think it's important. It's a human, yeah, I think it's a human need that... Yeah. I th- eventually after you're with yourself and okay with yourself that it, you're like nah I kind of want that how um when was the last time you were in a relationship it's been a while I mean I've been on and off with someone for quite for a year and a half now it's, I don't even shouldn't even talk about it <laughs> on and off is so it's tumultuous but it can be addicting I don't know it how what so your situation addicting. is but addiction it's addiction is the word mm-hmm. so as soon as I get over the addiction I'll be fine yeah but I but you can't get over the addiction when you keep to it. You know, it's like, but, you know, if you're actually thinking of it as an addiction, um, only because <laughs> I keep talking about this, but I watched this TED talk and it really, t- it's it's teaching you how to get over um, a breakup uh, by not, by thinking of it as addiction. So every time you go back to that person, you're taking another sip of alcohol, basically. Uh, yeah. If you think it like it like and that. And then I'd be and like, it really up, cleared bitch. it up. Yeah. Uh, it really cleared it up for me because I'm because it's like you don't really miss the person. You miss the fix. Yeah. But so if you think about it like that, it, just for in my mind, because I, I just like I truly love logic. So I, I, if I continually remind myself of that before I do the behavior, I cannot do the behavior anymore because otherwise I'll be really bad about continually getting a fix of mm. somebody. Yeah, I feel like the two things can happen <laughs> to get you off the fix is you like find somebody else you like better. That's always or really they clutch. find someone else they like better, which well, is the worst. No, way. but then the fix gets worse. The worst because then you're walking by oh. the club that they're at and you're like, oh yeah, they're you're performing. I didn't know that. Oh, see. or they say something so fucking insensitive that you're like, mm. oh, I am permanently turned off from yeah. you. Yeah, well, that's, that's great. That's, that is great. That is amazing. Yeah, and. Uh, that's also why you don't really want to eat where you shit because you're always walking around the people that you dated and you see who they're with or you yeah. see them. But I will say there was one guy, he was a comic who I was like, I would say I was addicted to. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really um, 
per, like personality wise, there was no, it was not a nice person really, uh, I would say, but I was addicted to him. Was, I was the sex like, really good with that person? The sex wasn't even that good. Yeah, that that I don't get. I've, huh. I've been there. But it was something about each, you know, it wasn't, it, it was something about each time because we were not in the same state. Mm, okay. There was something about each time hooking up. It would heighten. That was exciting. So yeah. I would say that was more of the sex than the actual sex. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that part was, you know, and then I would I would look at his Instagram. I got addicted with his Instagram and watching his face. And he, yeah. he's a beautiful man. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh my God. And then something someone told me. <laughs> <laughs> I it was like he died. I I've I've dropped to my knees before in the same way when someone's told me someone's died when they told me that this person said or did this. Oh. I literally dropped to my knees like this man has died. And I like I went no. And that was Cuz the cord was cut between okay. you and him. That was was it. it something insensitive? Was it rude? Was it just ignorant? Was I can't it... get into it, okay. but it I to to make it it was something that they did that was on the lines of being just sex, maybe not straight, a straight. Oh, okay, man. got it, got it, got it. Not that I, and I'm not, you know, I'm from, uh, not that I mind anything. Oh, God, I sound like an old woman. Um, <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, I know that there's a gen- there's, I was about to say, a generation of women who don't care about that. Right? Well, and is then, yeah, I mean, is there? Yeah, there yeah. are there are women. I I, I would say I probably just a generation, probably just women. But I do think there's a generation of women more so, more women in a certain generation. Mm-hmm. Let me get that. Right. I, yeah. I know what you're saying. Some, and sometimes Jesus women uh, just to say it right. Yeah, like like millennial, millennial chicks are more fine if their dude's given a yes. blowjob before. Yeah, yes, I get yeah. it. And I'm not. Yeah, and that's fine. That kind of turns me on. Only I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd want the idea of dating a bi guy would be so hot because I'm like, man, you are just open to whatever. Like yeah, that's so no, exciting. That would not. But do then that I, for me. I feel like I would eventually get like, oh, am I not enough because I don't have a dick? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, this just for me, it was a complete switch. Yeah. That so that's when you know, like, it's just like I when I was a kid, I ate everything but Brussels sprouts. I mean, I people said I ate. Any, I mean, I love to eat. I ate a lot, of, but Brussels sprouts. They were like, she doesn't want Brussels sprouts, and it's like, yeah, this is that Brussels sprout for yeah. me. Yeah, that's good though. Were you were you kind of <laughs> glad to have that tie severed? Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's um, not maybe in the moment because it does relieved. hurt. Yeah, yeah. Oh my like god, the relief. Yeah, and it was funny because the person came up to me later, like saw me at a dance club, and I just was like, it was so. I could see even he could see it was gone. Yeah, the spark left your eyes. It was gone. Yeah. But he wasn't even into me. It was more of like a narcissistic. So the seeing of me was like, what? Mm, Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they want you to want uh, them even if they don't want you anymore. (sighs) Have you ever wanted somebody who didn't want you back? Yeah, several times when I was younger too and maybe even currently the guy that I'm slightly addicted to right now, I, I don't know if he does, but... Do you think that might be part of the addiction? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Especially if you like control. I, I love control. I think it's the best well, thing ever. Well, he's also probably the most beautiful man I've ever seen in my life. Really? He's beautiful. Wow. Do you want to make that work? Stunning. I do, but I, I know it's not... Oh, because I was going to be less available. Yeah, I try. You know what it is? Is I think the person is a beautiful person, 
inside, outside. That's rare. He's also uh, just, I've, I've never seen a creature like this in my, like as I look at him, I just like, you're just so unique. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot about him I, I really do adore. There's some things though, you know, so, but I don't think he's, he's got a lot of stuff he has to resolve within himself. Mm. So, uh, but psychologically, I think what I'm addicted to really was it's, it's a pattern that I'm very comfortable with mm. because my mother had a similar like bipolarness. Oh, so there's an up and down thing. Yep. That, I have a bipolar moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it makes me want you more if you don't want me back or if you kind of only want me or if you pull, if a guy pulls away, he doesn't even have to say anything to me. doesn't have to be in the same room. doesn't even have to text me. I feel it. It's so oh, fucking it's annoying. Yeah, it's great. It? Yeah, yeah. When it's fun and exciting, but then it's when just they, sad. When they, when they pull away. Yeah, I know. Like, ah. And I hate that I got that. I hate that I got that <laughs> spidey sense. The moment that they start showing that like, too. This is the funny thing, right? With a guy like that, the moment he gets, he shows a little bit of vulnerability, I'm an asshole. Really? Oh, it's really not good. What, like, what's an example of a situation that you... Uh, I be, I'm very alpha female, so I'm a little bossy. Okay. So, like an example would be, oh, I did this recently to him. Uh, he was uh, meeting me on the subway in West 4th. And I said, and he was coming from uptown to downtown. We were meeting, hooking up on the platform. Oh. But he's on the opposite side. So <sighs> I saw him, and there was a comedian with me. And I saw him, and I said, Run! Like I had him, he was meeting me, everything was, was good. It was obviously, I, I got, you know, I said, run. Mm. And the comic said, why did you tell him to run like that? <laughs> I don't know. Just What is it? What, is, what do you feel in that moment? And it, it was funny because when he came up the stairs, it looked like it, through the run, he said, why am I running? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he ran. Stopped. He, but he, he did it because <laughs> that's how bossy. Well, I was going to say, have you ever been bossy to a guy and the guy was like, Fuck you, no. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Keith and what was Robinson. your reaction? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could name drop. Yeah. I remember the moment, because like, Keith and I dated years. Oh, you did? It's the longest open relationship I've ever had, oh. everyone. No. But long ago, <laughs> when okay. we dated, he saw he saw me. I was re I, uh, I think I said something like, just do this. Like, put it through. It was like something in a train station. He wasn't swiping fast enough. And I yelled at him. And he said, oh. Oh, oh, you think it's, I'm like that, huh? So he put his foot down. So he switched it up. He got real aggressive. Now, what did you feel in that moment? Were you like, mm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if a guy can handle you, that is like, it's sexy. Yeah. And they have the confidence to not, to, to, to maybe make you feel like, put you in your place. I don't like that phrase in that situation, but it is kind of hot. If a guy yeah, can I like, in. I like a guy who's in control. I, sexually, I like men who are in control. Uh, I like men who are very aggressive. Yeah. But not like abusive. Right. <laughs> you know. That's always a plus. Uh, yeah. You know, like like no choking. I you know, I, it's, it's a different it's a sometimes it could be okay, but it's not choker. Are you the choker, choky? Wait, you get, you I, get, I get choked? choked. Do you yeah. get choked? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Look, I I get choked. That's why it never worked out. <laughs> yeah, I was like you could look into choking. I like choking others. I don't I mean I don't mind getting choked, but it's not like it doesn't really do anything. I, for me. I choking I I do like it a little bit, but then some guys I feel 
they don't know where the limit is. So, mm-hmm. and I've never discussed mm. it. Like I've never had one where I've had to go, can you just choke me just a little bit? Yeah. And it worked out where it was oh. just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they get too aggressive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so have you, have you just, ever I actually like, maybe choked you? just take this off the list yeah. of, of things to do. Yeah, that's uh, not okay anymore. Have you ever actually gotten like, you're like, I can't breathe. Like, no, no, oh, okay. no. But I did, I was like, this is, I, you can't really speak in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had to, I'd had, I've had to like uh, pry hands away from my neck a few times yeah. just because oh, it's like, wow. well, because I like the pressure, but mm-hmm. then it gets to a point where like, I cannot breathe. You gotta, you can't, but then you can't say anything because you're choking. Yeah. Do you have any uh, like tips for, because I'm, I'm curious, I feel like I also have kind of an aggressive energy, uh, which seems similar to you, but do like uh, aggressive men. But I mean, ultimately, that's going to that's going to butt heads. So like, how do you navigate dating or being in a relationship with someone when you're both like alpha dueling alphas? Yeah. Dueling or have you not alphas. or have you not figured that out? Because I, I mean, really figured it out. Yeah. I mean, because it's. Uh, I mean, I don't. I, I actually don't think it can work, and I, I'm kind of like uh, reading up on it now. I, I don't think it's even possible. Um, but I for you I to be like, with an aggressive guy. I was a- uh, no. You can't both be. Uh, even if you're aggressive in like a career, for instance, um, you have to pick to be the uh, aggressor or the sub, basically in um, a relationship. I'm not talking about like a BDSM level sub, but just like one person has to be kind of like the ideas leader and the Mm -hmm. other person has to be the emotional one uh, whose feelings are respected, but their ideas come second. Uh, And normally they go, go into like traditional male, female roles, but you can flip them, but you just can't always have both. And I don't really know how to deal with that because I'm not attracted to men with a feminine energy. But I, there's a middle ground, right? You think? Uh, no. Uh, well, you have to, well, it has to be one in one, like just based on what I'm oh. studying right now. And I think they're right. And I guess she reminds me a lot of like something like Dante Nero would say, which I know is like super controversial, but I think he's right. What the is, the roles, just like you know, like going back to traditional male female roles and um. With feminism and more working women and career women, because like there's women who have a career and then there's career women. I consider myself a career woman, but there are women who have a career who, when push comes to shove, if you're, you know, if you're kind of like on the cusp of uh, of being too old to have a kid and someone comes who has a career you will give up your career to stay home and get married and have a kid and then there's nothing wrong with that it's just a, it's just a different path that i'm not on mm-hmm. uh yeah so i've been just trying to kind of f- figure it out cuz i'm like i maybe i just can't be in a relationship truly and i'm i'm just curious i i, I love talking to other kind of alpha, alpha female yeah it's tough yeah. it is well you it, can ask me <laughs> just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> i was like no not even eyeing you in that in that whole story she's like i get nothing from chris yeah Marina. she's like so i just go right to you <laughs> well it's interesting because i'm like, not aggressive at all even it even kind of uh, explained <laughs> our relationship actually yeah and why to have any kind of long-standing relationship that works you you have to have the both energies because people will always be like how do you guys work together so long and, and then i'm like oh it's so clear now because there's two fucking energies going on here and they complement instead of being redundant yeah i don't i i think you're right you someone has to be the lesser but you I'm have worried. to if you're if you're alpha female and 
But then, so you just get a guy who's more. But what about the knowing right. how to handle you? Know what I'm saying? You. So and there's there's. It's so yeah, that's yeah. because you can be a um, not alpha male for you and know how to handle you. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. True. Like, like my best friend, mm-hmm. uh, who I love so much. Like when she dates, like we're very, we're so close. And so I, I, the last a couple of guys she dated ago, this one guy, I was like, I really like him. He knows how to handle you in a way that he doesn't get offended over shit that other. I think guys, that's the right choice of word. Yeah, is yeah. handle you. Yeah, because it's when you're an alpha female, mm-hmm. you need to be handled. You can't so be wrangled. Be but you can be handled. I, I, if I can, my tongue can get real sharp sometimes. And I can I can be a little out of I could feel myself when I'm out of control. I'm like I can't lie. with men. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like you know I'm, I'm way too bossy and it's mean, mm. right? So if a guy says the right thing with the right tone and handles me in the moment, like Keith did with the. Then that swipe. fixed that fixed it. Yeah, and then I was happy. Right, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, he can handle me. That's exactly <laughs> the thought. I was like, he can. Okay, he, we can do this. Yeah, he but didn't get he, angry. If, he didn't get annoyed. He didn't get. He just if he gets like like anxiety and he starts like you know crying. You know, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Have you ever made a guy cry? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you have. Who hasn't? Me. Well, well no, it's hard to make I guys cry. Yeah, cry. it was like you've made a guy cry. Yeah, but from being mean, I'm saying. Oh, from being mean. Yeah. Uh, like made a guy cry. Like when I've made people, I'm not trying to do it on purpose. No, you know I don't mean? think I've ever made someone cry by being mean i think it was just maybe in a conversation of what i what i needed to do to end the relationship oh, yeah you yeah. know or um yeah you know like or how yeah because there was one guy who said to, to me that i and i was just thinking about this recently he said you don't realize how um brutal you can be with your words and i was like whoa really I had no idea that I was like that. And he was like, oh, yeah, you can be really. And I was like, yeah. So when you say the things that guys interpret as brutal, you don't feel. Because I've said brutal things to people, but as I say them, I'm using my words as a weapon, mostly because I'm, it's probably I'm anxious and that turns into anger. But so if you don't feel it, is it brutal or are they just taking it as brutal? Like in your opinion, do you have anything in, in mind that's like the meanest thing you've ever said to a guy? Oh. Well, it's really <laughs> You got chills. <laughs> you know what it is? It's it's what they it's because God, it's so hard to talk about some of the things I can't talk about. Uh, okay, but I can talk about this. It was because this guy was a comedian mm-hmm. and um he wasn't doing material about something that he had lost a fight. He had lost a Muay Thai fight, right? Oh, like a phys- okay. Like it was brutal. It was. It wasn't brutal. It was just like I thought he was a professional. He from what his he was saying, I thought all this training in the year that we were dating, I thought he was like at least good. <laughs> and then I went to the. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, no, I mean, but, I, so, I, but that sounds like he was pumping himself up. He was talking the talk. Yeah, so yeah and he, had, and he had a look on the day of like, don't talk to me and all. Okay, this shit. yeah. Yeah, if you're going to do that, be good. Yeah. Don't suck. I got to the thing. It was like open mic for Muay Thai fighting. (laughs) It wasn't even a real fight. Oh, why would you invite someone to that? You came to the fight and you saw him suck. He invited me, his brother, his brother's girlfriend. Oh, no. He wanted to do good, but it was really bad. It was a bringer fight. Uh, Yeah, that was (laughs) a It was a bringer. (laughs) We were were brought in. Oh, God. And um, I saw him in the ring like, give up and oh, uh boy. he got tired 
But more importantly, what I saw was a real sense that he didn't want to continue. It was something With life deep for the fight. It's just something in him, something in him looks spoiled in the ring, oh. like a spoiled kid. Did that turn you off? The ring, the, the boxing can tell you a lot about a person. Oh, like a tantrum coming on. Yeah, I think yeah. like a stand up and boxing are similar. Just the 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 it, dance it was you a do tapping with the, out of a uh, a little bit of uh, the tap out the way he was like no more no more. I was like Ooh. oh oh yeah so I now and he was receiving oxygen backstage the whole thing was Jeez. really his well, brother he really was like got beat up yeah his brother was like was that good and I, so <laughs> I basically was like t- telling it on stage okay okay while yeah. dating him still yeah okay did and, you give him a heads up or no no. I, Cause I just the shit yeah. was funny. Yes, you yeah. know, because uh, it was also this was my young white boyfriend at the time, and his brothers back in the fighting area. They were judging me <laughs> for dating this guy. This guy's lost. Oh uh, yeah, like, why are you like, with this really dude? Yeah. Like this, you know. Oh. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of jokes in it, and so I was and that hurt him. Yeah. That hurt now him did pretty you- bad. How did you feel when he, how did he express that to you? I could understand you? that it hurt him. I yeah. just really cared more about the material, to be honest. Yeah. It was just too good. I and I thought, you know, you, sh- you're, you should be doing this on stage. I'm sorry. But yeah. I would say that was probably mean, though. I, I, I couldn't accept the fact. I'll accept it. It was an asshole. It was a mean thing to do to go on stage and tell someone's story like that. But, but yeah. it was also from your eyes. <laughs> And, and that's a, but if I'm getting talked up to by a guy that's like, I'm going to, and then fight day, he won't even look at me because he needs to concentrate. And then he <laughs> shits the bed. It's just it's, so much it's good material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, that's like, that's like the risk you run with comedians. Cause I've had, I mean, I've done, I try to, I always kick people out of the room when I, it, so I so can do I. speak freely. Um, even if they're a comic, I'm like, well, looks like you need a drink right now. Like yeah. get the fuck out of the room. Cause I mean, I also get nervous. I'm not going to, it's not going to be as funny. I, yeah, I'm going to be thinking about my words instead of just following the flow. But then I mean, I've also walked into people doing jokes about me. Oh yeah. I don't care like yeah. I, I feel like if they do it about me i deserve it pretty much yeah right um but that was probably the cruelest thing and i think that ended our relationship oh because i saw his face yeah when i i told him i was doing it on stage I oh so you the, told him he didn't walk into it he no didn't. he didn't that's, walk into that's it good thank god but i saw the drop in his mm. like it was a real like but to me that tells me he's holding on to fighting as if it's gonna it's this thing that's filling a hole for him that's not what he the, what he needs to fill this hole with well i with think himself. he eventually that's so went pissed. on to win a fight and, oh you know, so one and he, I think he's married now and oh, everything. Good for, okay. So good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard anyone doing it? Like walked in on someone doing a joke about you? I mean, because or I think I think uh, my you guys know my one of them. He <laughs> well, I think yeah. he does several. Jo- I haven't heard the bits, but I see people's faces. They go, yeah, I've heard a lot. Oh, Sometimes really? it's hard because you yeah. like don't know who. Like you're like this could be about this person, but I don't know. I mean, that's my favorite game to play with comedians dating other comedians. <laughs> yeah, what comic they talk about? Fucking be like, oh, is that so and so? But it's also too like another comic. I mean, I don't, none of the stories I tell and shit on stage are never fake, but I, sometimes I add an extra adjective, like I exaggerate just a little and yeah. like, that's not, you know, you don't depict it exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you can, cause it's that funny. It's that funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been told like Keith goes on stage and says, I have the worst panties. Now some, 
<laughs> it's funny. I don't think you could do it in this day and age because the audience is so. It's like this Me Too movement era with yeah. you know, a man talking. About, but when he used to do it, it was funny. <laughs> it was, what was a bit? He was because I would go on stage at the cellar and I, you know, then I'd come off. He goes, I, he go, I used to date Marina. She wore the worst panties. <laughs> That's a good She'd have impression. a bucket of panties in the middle of the room. <laughs> that is funny. That's it's funny. funny. I, you know, hey. Did he run it by you? Just so you just no, heard it? No, he yeah. never ran it by but you're me. Both com- you mean but I took it because, yes, I'm a and comic you- and it is funny. It's, you know, it's horrifying. Yes, that a man is talking. And I, but you know what? I do need to step up my panties. Well, what's so, wrong with your panties i just never really gave a fuck about lingerie oh so, that's okay. just like too big or well, sometimes I, I am the worst i i deserve every bit of it it's like they're just either too big uh-huh. i never really knew the right size for your underwear yeah usually it's you can either small medium or large right well, you can go a size down if you want to like sometimes sex they have it up. numbers Sometimes, oh, really? yeah. Like pants? Oh, but it's I like the thong things. is never in the... It's going off to the side. It's not really... You wear it backwards. It's in the front. It's yeah. not. Thongs have always Plus bothered me. So, yeah. No, he has... And I and I have a fair amount... I did have a fair amount of grandma panties. Well, what's a I grandma panty for what you? I put him through. I but feel that's bad. like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> underwear is that if that's the underwear that feels comfortable how no, no, ugly are, were these are, underwear they're, like, they're pretty bad they're wow. underwear that should have been gone like from 1980 oh shit okay okay got <laughs> the elastic like stretched out cracking it's pretty bad it's like that one forever 21 shirt you've hold on held on oh, to since eighth grade i've gotten better since the jokes since you know what the, sometimes jokes help <laughs> he has a he has a bit where he says you fuck with people and you help them to heal and it heals hmm. me yeah. It did. Wow. It yeah. Rachel used to, Rachel finds that used to make fun of me too about, she's like, yeah, Marina doesn't look like she just kind of throws it all and tosses on her panties. So, <laughs> you and your panties. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm improved now, you know. Do, so, do you wear lingerie ever or do you own underwear that's not from a, the 80s and large? Not anymore. I don't do that anymore. I'm better. It's just Victoria's do you, Secret. Do you like it though? Just Does nice it feel good black. on you? Just yeah. a plain, I don't, yeah. you know, the thongs is too much. I yeah. Don't, this, I can't. But um, my mom recent for Christmas she sent me lingerie. Wait, you must have had really horrible underwear. Yeah, I was like, this is <laughs> even a- your mother's like, put this on. <laughs> the issue white, everyone knows about uh, lingerie. Top. White? Oh, top. Like, okay, I don't like white you know, underwear. White, like, and then she asked me if I if I put it on, and I was like, I don't know if what? we sh- we what? We're not yeah. supposed to have this conversation. So you and your do you and your mom ever talk about? Oh God, no, no, no. no. Okay, so you leave I the room because a sex uptight, scene on the TV. I had an uptight family on that side. That's why they're uh. Catholic. My grandfather was like very strict about stuff. He was always because I developed really early. See, so oh, how I mean, early? Like I was probably twelve, maybe eleven, and I had, you know, guys told me I Real took curvy. them through. Mm. They they were like puberty because I was the curve I was the one who had breasts the, before the rack, all yeah. the girls yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so my grandfather used to freak out over your to, boobs he used to be like Marina you put them the guys are only gonna watch you for one thing oh so I had a lot of yeah a lot of that repression wow. my mom used to say if you ever want to have sex this is when I was in high school just imagine your whole family is there watching and disappointed oh my Whoa. god Marina she said that to you yeah Whoa. so that's why also one of the cool things were a mother could difficult. say <laughs> 
blowjob were very difficult in God. high school. Wait. But now she's like, mm, it's gone on too long. Let's send yeah. this. Yeah, sorry. I fucked you up. Here's some thongs. some lingerie. And also, I mean, like, it's just such a waste of money to Maybe me. Maybe like, bad. Like, I'm not fucking <laughs> in lingerie if my mom sends it to me because then I'll be thinking about my mom. I know. Yeah. The entire time. Now, what did what your mom said to you in high school about your whole family's or what? Did that really fuck you? How long did it take you to it took get me, shake that off? Yeah, that's the thing. I was... I was a virgin. I was in the V Club until I was about, I was probably 19, maybe 20, maybe 2021. 20, yeah, somewhere. It was right before I went to college. Mm-hmm. So that's when it expanded because my sister was uh, in college before me. She was at Notre Dame and she was telling me how all the freshman girls were getting turned out because they had never had sex. So, <sighs> so she said to me, what you need to do is you need to get you need to, you know, get it in pr- before. Yeah, get it in before you come to college, so you're not acting like you know these other girls running around here. And <laughs> it was funny because she was right, uh-huh. you know, because really? I and I, yeah, and I was hooked on this. I was addicted to the, the my first. Really? Oh Why? My God, I, I like it was insane. Like if he said come, I would get into my car. I would find a way to get to his house. There was yeah. no relationship whatsoever. The guy did not like me. But he had you. He had me. Yeah. Man. Had me. I still he did not like you. <laughs> but sometimes though, he wasn't interested That's like a, in that. I almost feel like there's something really kinky to that, even though it's not, you're not of, like conscious of it in the moment. But like when a guy has you and you are hooked and you're, you're there's a hook in your mouth. Oh, it's very animalistic. It's, oh, it's kind of I lost hot. friends with that guy. Like yeah. my prom, my prom. What happened at prom? Because they wanted to do something and I had to get that dick. I was wow. like, no. Did he, he go to like, prom with you? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> That's the other part. It was like, it was, I think. Did was, you ask? Did I ask him? To, yeah. No, no. Okay. So. There was no. You knew he wouldn't say it. Yeah. I went with some guy that was very, I gave him a quick hand job. He was. Ugh. Quick. Wow. See, hand jobs. That's, now to me. That's a job. Nah, this wasn't a job. It was, uh, again, you just, it was too, yeah. too small. I don't know why I can't say it's too small. I feel like that's hurtful. Well, you don't, yeah, here's the thing. He's though. not here. Yeah, he's not here, but also. And we don't know who it is. I, I always he's have. on the planet. Yeah. But I also, I always have um, an argument in my head before I talk about dick size. Corinne and I talked about that when we first started Guys We Fucked that we didn't want to talk about dick size. Yeah. So we don't make anybody feel bad, but the older I get, the more people I have sex with I'm like even if it's I mean unless it's microscopic I've never encountered that but if it's small but you know what you're doing and you're you're good with your tongue you're good with your fingers and you can use your dick right eh, doesn't matter yeah I probably wouldn't date someone with like a tiny dick but I have had a long-term uh fuck buddy years ago who had a pretty small dick I mean he was a small person so it made sense not but I mean not like a buddy so. not like a little person like just like a short dude Thank God, cause I was and like, I Karen. was yeah and then I was like and he he figured it out. There was yes. other stuff. I and I just liked him. I was like, honestly, he was very charismatic. You know, is it easier I, to get a I hand job? I can't do that anymore. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Not do anymore. Little yeah. guys anymore. Little dick. Smaller yeah, dick. Used, what if he was to, little and had to... a big dick? Oh, that's the best. Oh, that's usual. Dick? That's normal. Oh, because I was yeah. like, some people have uh, are very like against uh, short guys, and I, I just don't. I don't share that sentiment. I'm Me fine either. with short no, no, guys. No, short short guys. Big you big dicks are very common. That's why. I would third leg. Yeah. The great equalizer. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Or have you ever gotten in bed with a tall guy and you're like, you're going to have the biggest dick and then it's like, wah, No, wah. it depends on their weight. Oh, okay. If they're, uh, if they're like football players. 
Usually oh. it can be small. Hu- yeah, huskier. Yeah, the, okay. the bigger, the, those linebackers. <laughs> huh. Fuck the they got a lot of small ones in there. Is it easier to give a hand job to a guy with a smaller penis? Yes. Oh. That was the best part of that prom was that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is easy. Memories. Where was, where did the handjob take place? <laughs> outside of my mom's apartment. Oh. Actually. Nice. Right outside. And was your mom watching or, well, She's not in asleep. like a voyeur way, but yeah. She's asleep. That'd be funny if she popped up to just to prove her point of what she said to you earlier. They're all here. But it did happen with a, my one boyfriend, my first love actually in high school, uh, this guy Kenya where he wanted to have sex. And because I, I told him I can't, I promised my family I wouldn't have sex. I used to say that to <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. And then he was like, come on. And so I would give him a blowjob. Okay. Just, you know, I was like, I'll give you That's this. That's a way to be intimate. Yeah. But I could still see my grandfather standing there in the corner. Weird. Marina, hide your tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just imagine, Marina, your whole family You're like, he watched me from my mouth, not my tit, Grandpa. <laughs> Do they, does uh-huh. your, like, th- like, I mean, sometimes my family will still creep into my, and now they've, they've never even said anything, but like, I'll just like think of my mom or dad. And I, it's like, I'm like, I have to get this thought out immediately. Otherwise, like this well, cannot continue. I never think about them during sex. Oh, just that, in passing yeah, sometimes. Like, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. It'll just, not, I mean, like not sexually, but just like, a, you know how your your mind is wandering, thought, thinking yeah. about other, and there's like, I can think about lots of stuff that's not going to bother me, but yeah. yeah. Have you ever had a guy refuse to go down on you or just not, like not be giving Sex, yeah, like, I mean, and how do you handle those situations? They learn to get over it. <laughs> Pretty much, you have a conversation. And yeah, you go, you, and they do. What's the conversation like with you? Like, what do you say to them? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you? <laughs> you think that's okay? You what? have to. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did they? Do they say like they go, I don't go down, go, oh. or do they just not? And you're like, what? I'm right. It's right here. Uh, I had a guy go, I don't, we don't, I don't do that. Like he acted like it was the grossest thing ever. Like, Ooh. yeah. Um, and I was like, oh no, but then did it. Oh, and did he like it? Was he good at it? Yeah, it was oh. fine. Oh. So I was like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. It was That's weird. strange. Yeah. That is strange. I was like, maybe he's t- too good. I didn't want too many requests. So maybe. <laughs> I was like, how good was he? Have yeah. you ever fingered a guy's butt or licked a guy's butthole? Look, I just made the sound of it. I went, <laughs> uh, I've never licked a guy. No, I have licked guy's butt. It's hard. Like it's, it they have hair. It gets a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got um, I to be really picky about that. Yeah. I'm not into the butt stuff too yeah. much. But it's like, I do find they like that. I think most men do. Like, they have a process they like, there. They do. Mm-hmm. If it's during sex and you do stuff to their butthole, they'll lose it. And that is the hottest mm-hmm. thing in the world. They won't me. admit it ever. But it shows Some on their face. You can also creep in when you're, if you're giving a blowjob, like if they're lying down, you're giving a blowjob from on top. If you're like holding the balls, you can stick a finger up there. And that's Easily. like a kind of a good way to gauge how they're going to react because it doesn't feel to them like i don't know i guess the this the the fear is being finding out you're gay by having a woman finger your i don't know what men's fear is i'm not really sure what the issue is but some guys have a yeah yeah yeah. but i was like that's and it feels less like 
intrusive than doing it if they're on all fours or a different position. Like it's a less vulnerable position, and you're getting your dick sucked anyway. Yeah, so, so it's like you're happy. You're you're yeah. You're well, other that's pretty good. I've never done that. I was like, that's a good way to. That's a good way to do it. I'm like, I'm that's showing everyone. Punch. I'm like doing it. <laughs> hey, yeah. Everyone. yeah. So you took this the This is the how balls. you do it. The other day, I gave a blowjob, and I just used my mouth and not my hands, and I was like, that's pretty good. I don't know. You're just, I'm always discovering new things about sex. It's like when you walk around New York City and you're like, I didn't know that building was there. I've, I've never, never been on this street. I've never been in so long. How long? And you know what? I feel good about it. That's good. I feel like, yeah. It's a real track You record. never had a guy Wish I had that. give the same, the same response that you would if a guy didn't go down on you? Like, come on, it's give and take. Oh, no. I it, Look, if a guy wants one, I'm going to give him one. Yeah. You know, but if... But if yeah. he doesn't put in the request, if he doesn't put in the request, if he's like, I, I can tell even if I've tried and they're not that into it. Yeah. Like I could tell like the particular guy I'm with like right now, just not into it. Hmm. Not, oh, OK. Not, that's not really hot. needing it. Not into it, maybe, but not really. Yeah. It's almost like he knows it's too big. Oh, it's well, this dick's like too big to fit in your mouth. He, that's... He's almost like he's like, I don't expect you to. Oh, okay. oh How I big understand. Is the dick? Okay. Like the, this like, makes sense. It's beautiful. Like this? It's like beautiful. this thick and I can't it's not like it's it should be it should be in a museum. I, wow. it's I beautiful. just yeah. I know a have, dick like that. I know a couple dicks like that and it is I just can't stop staring at them. It's beautiful. Sometimes I'm like, man, I am straight as fuck. Yeah, no, <laughs> I am no, so yeah. I love dick. Oh, I love dick. <sighs> Can we, we should, we should really start that campaign up again. Cause it's like, it seems like we're lately it's been anti, I love dick. I love, yeah. We I try like to make that very clear. Yeah. On this podcast. It's not like a man hating or decating podcast. Yeah, Cause sometimes guys we hate everyone them. with trash behavior, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, no, I really, but his is like, and I should really shouldn't go into it too much. Cause. Well, I don't yep, know do I identify him? Oh, well, he knows. <laughs> See the <him>. bulge? <laughs> oh, he'll know. Yeah. But I mean, if you're talking about how gigantic his penis is, it's probably not the worst thing. But I also think guys to. with big dicks have probably received a lot of like toothy or not, uh, you know, pro level blowjobs. Yeah. And so I think there's more fear because it can be very painful from discussions I've had sure. with oh. men. And like, I know several men who the reason that they don't like blowjobs is because they were so traumatized by a couple of people. Aww. Like just jacking it up with teeth. Oh, that's <laughs> awful. Shredding yeah. that dick. Yeah. And I have a Patricia Arquette tooth. <laughs> so they get scared Where? Of me. Uh, oh, that's funny. Does that get snagged on the dick or? It scares them though. Yeah. Uh, it can be. They, they wow, think, really? They think it's sharp. If you're not careful. Yeah. But all yeah. the teeth are like. It looks, doesn't it look kind of hostile? It doesn't look hostile. But I don't have a dick, so I don't. You know what I mean. So Maybe I don't like, know. Maybe like the like the ridge. It looks is very get gremlin stuck. like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I have had guys tell me like, "Oh, Marina, your teeth." <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> like okay, multiple. Your teeth shouldn't be coming into contact with any. Like I don't know what they think you're doing. It's not. They're not touching. Wait, if your you're teeth doing it right after you've blown them. No, like wow. I, While like, you're blowing, I do, oh, I have so because well, I get a little lazy, I think. Oh yeah, it, ha it happens, and especially or and especially in your first couple ones, you're like, oh, you have to learn. Everyone's yeah. stick is different, and people like different techniques also, so you have to adjust. Yeah, that's why I always ask a guy to jerk off. Really, first. they do. Yeah, some people like 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 a uh, hands and just mouth. Some people like just uh, mouth. Yeah, some people just like the, the just the top. The mouth. No. They just have do to, the mouth. They have to request these things, right? But see, do you hold the dick then? Or you never. Just, no, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I hold it. Because then it gets away sometimes, though. 
Like that guy at the car lot, like the with the blow, the air yeah. blown through him. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's also if a dick is huge, a way to uh, make a blowjob more enjoyable without you having to oh, hurt dear. yourself. Yeah, I guess you know what I should be doing that. Yeah, because I was like, you can just, I mean, spit on or lube up your. I hand. feel like I'm cheating. Eh. I mean, I don't know. Some people like really love it and ask for it. But if hand. they like it. Because you can twist with, you can do a twist with your hand that you cannot do with your mouth. That's very <laughs> true. Well, I tried to do a twist it with my mouth the work. other day and I almost broke my goddamn neck. Yeah, you had to be covered. Because this guy, I asked him to jerk insurance. off and he like has this way of like, he like twists the top of the head mm-hmm. of his dick. Oh. So I try to do that with my yeah. mouth. Oopsies. God, the, you guys are the young. You're so. You, <laughs> we also have like oh, the internet the whole time. Like you're very clear on these things. Oh. Very clear. Like the whole twisting thing. I've just. I've. I have to say, <laughs> I've never. I, I, I my that. grandfather is standing there. You have to remember. <laughs> oh well, see that's mine isn't. That's different. He, my grandfather was saying, no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. Still? Oh. I, I was like, is that still in your head? You <laughs> got to be. Yeah. Really? Wow. I that would fuck him. me up. I see him. Catholicism's and, no joke. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. And the more mm. I would try not to think about it, the more I would think about it. But that's the Catholicism. That's like when, it, when I was talking about the Irish boyfriend, I, I had an Irish boyfriend mm. who would shower immediately after. Mm. Like really like right. I like. I hate when people do that. There's an episode like, of Sex and the City about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah and it it's really religion. is true. Yeah, I mean, the shame. I, and I, one time I had him in, this is the Muay Thai guy, right? And I had oh. him in a lock though. That was In between your part. legs? I had him in what's called a bare naked chokehold. And he couldn't get free. He was trying to go to shower. <laughs> and I had him. You're that better was fighting your way than of him. Ha- that oh. was your way of telling him, hey, don't shower right away. Just put him and in a lock. And get better at your game, man. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, and he tried to get <laughs> and I was oh. like, And I was like, man, I really got him. What? And Wait, was, was like, this before you saw him fight or after? This was after. after. Uh, well, you probably you knew, knew like all the one up on him. Yeah. a lot of emasculating. Yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah. But it's like... Uh, yeah, he went into the shower. I let him go so he could go to the shower. But he came out and he said, he said you had me in a, a bare naked chokehold. You know that, right? I go, no, I didn't. He goes, yeah, that's what that was. He uh-huh. goes, I actually couldn't get loose. Wow. And I could feel it. I, it was the real like. And it just came to you, that move. Yeah. And wow. It was beautiful because I just, his, his running to the shower bugged me. Yeah. Because I, I would be like, <laughs> I would take it personally. Yeah, it feels though, a little hurtful when yeah, people do yeah, that. And also too, after sex, if you like the person, you're like, just, can we just lay here for a second and not yeah, just jump man, up? No, it was a quick shower. Wow. It was a guilty right has, away. Has he ever yeah. not showered this person when you were seeing him? Uh, Did you ever say, hey, try not? <laughs> no, he never. He, he was... Because it's like he's not he going to die. He smelled like soap all the time. He's a very <laughs> clean guy. Well, that's very, good. you know. But I, I, feel, I thought I figured that must have been, I could be putting that on him, the Irish oh. thing. But I, I think that's real. Well, it definitely religion does uh, have people do that. Uh, yeah, just shower right away. Like that's. But I won't generalize so all of them since you have one that's free and open. So. Well, yeah, yeah. So there's that. See, but generalizations, I would say, if you're if you're he's not religious. This person, okay. not very. I don't think. Very yeah, and religious. he's free. He's artsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, he's breathing. He's aware of his uh-huh. body. Oh yeah, very yep. important. Yeah, but I mm. would say. Um, it's so funny to talk about sex with you girls. I really <laughs> didn't realize 
because I am having that moment where my therapist is like, so what's going on? With the, let's talk about this. Why, yeah, are, you, why are you doing this? Yeah. What is it? And I had to tell her about my grandpa. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's standing there. But <laughs> it's so funny because when you're, from when you're young, you might, because I'm in therapy now as well and my therapist is the best fucking therapist I've ever had. I hope she never dies um, and I never die so I can keep going to her. But uh, she was telling me, you, know, you carve these neural pathways in your brain. So pa- that pattern, if you have a bipolar mother, which I have too, and you have a pattern from that, whether it's going after men who maybe don't like you as much and you like that really extreme back and forth, you can recarve the pattern, but it is hard. It's and hard, it takes yeah. therapy and it takes a therapist going, whoa, 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 don't just brush over. Oh, I feel weird about talking about sex. Like, why? Go go into that. And oh man, shit comes out. Whew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't gone in a while. I need to go back probably in February, maybe March. Not in January? Oh no, she's in Brooklyn. It's kind of uh, that's too a cold. big track. <laughs> yeah, cold. I was like, that would be. I would need therapy to go from Harlem to Brooklyn I know. to a therapist. I, I went to her for ten years, though. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, so she kno- and she knows you really well. Can yeah. she Skype? Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. I was Skype. like, can she Skype? Yeah. No, nah, she's not a Skyper. Uh, she's older. Okay. Uh, the whole life, she she still has a phone with the answering machine and stuff. Oh, wow, classic. Wow. So no, I don't think she she's really good though. But I, but I, um, I was doing really well, so I took a break just so I could focus. But I will say, I think I need to go back to her just to read. Like you said, it's those patterns yeah. that you go through that creates the addiction. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you right? need to be re-reminded by, like, by a trained therapist. It really, really helps. What insight did she give about, I mean, if, if anything like, <clears throat> that you could share about when you, when you told her, like, oh, my family... Have my mother had, said this like to me. created this thing where I feel like sex is bad or like that they're watching me. Did she have any insight? Nah. No. <laughs> she was like, she, oh, just, that sucks. she just wanted she just listens. listens yeah. And she she mostly talks about the bipolarness more so, like the mm. patterns and and you know, trying to not uh, feel guilty mm. about not wanting like some you know, when you have you're used to sort of stepping on eggshells, you're you're comfortable with that. So, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's why, even as I get aggressive with the man, if he gets more aggressive and he, and I can sort of end up walking eggshells, I, I'm quite comfortable. That's with your yeah. The dance. Makes sense. Okay. That dance, yeah. Quite comfortable. Well, because you never it. know, like your fight or flight reflex yeah. is always on and kicked in, and that's just not a good way to. Yeah. The to moment live. that it just flatlines as a relationship where everything's just there's there's no spike of anything of so it's not bipolar yeah yeah it's like extremes yeah, yeah. real extremes mm-hmm. if it's like a if it's a shock that i'm turned on by it if it's just not but i will say i i think i got the closest ever was to surprisingly enough the guy that i didn't really like um but as far as a relationship goes it was normal like friendship wise and as mm. far as like working together and figuring things out that part was actually Teamwork. pretty good but you didn't like him it's just what chemistry was off oh uh, okay see that's the, that's the fucked up part of life yeah it's like yeah. you can have all those you, really good boxes there's good boxes you can check right yeah there's a lot of boxes to check there's good ones so those good ones kind of override the ones that aren't you know yeah i try i used to go by boxes a lot but i don't i i try to walk into any situation with a guy not knowing what it's going to be without boxes but also i write i have a diary a journal and my favorite thing to do is write down what i 
think might be a red flag with a guy and then I like keep track of it and then I go back and I was like was my instinct correct or was I totally off and I'm usually correct like you're usually and so I'm, wait do you not, wait till like it till it like fucks up the relationship kinda. on its own yeah because <laughs> well, I'm gonna do it anyway I might as well log okay. it okay. so I can learn something from it but right. with bipolar having a bipolar mother uh, my therapist has explained this too it's just the mother-daughter relationship is fucking weird any mother-daughter relationship anyway adding any kind of mental illness bipolar be one of them one of the things i realized i don't and i'm curious if you had this is something is either really fucking great or terrible there's no it, i they can't both exist and things can be both great things about this person for example and terrible things maybe not terrible but like eh, lackluster but they can both exist and it's okay i'm so uncomfortable with both of those things existing at the same time, the in the same, same space. Mm. Because with my mom, I would feel bad for being mad at her, even mm. though she was manip- manipulative towards me. So I couldn't, I was like, you're either an asshole or you're a great mother. You can only be one. But you can be both. It's just, yeah. sometimes you gotta have somebody be like, reminding you of that. Yeah, mm. I just, I guess it's, 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 it's how we're wired in the way we dealt with our mothers, right? Yeah. So like, for me, it was always like, trying to wait did i do something wrong mm. it was always a one of curious of you know what did i do i don't am i wrong but you didn't feel guilty or bad did you carry the weight or a burden? i never felt guilty oh that's awesome i just felt curious wow that seems pretty healthy no that's what's bad oh, about my current healthy. relationships oh that's what hooks you yeah mm. got it, we got just it, got figured it. it out wow <laughs> you're cured you yeah. don't have to go to Brooklyn. <laughs> Just come. No, but it's always like, did I? What was it? Wait, yeah. Let's get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's what I do. I'll, I'll get to I'll try to get to I never get to the bottom of it. Ever. Well, that was the original impetus for the yeah. po- this podcast kind of in theory yeah. was like, what am I doing wrong in relationships? And then very quickly I resolved nothing I'm I am just not compatible with these people if it's not working out you know obviously there's always things you can improve on but it's not like one person is never a hundred percent even in an extreme case where someone actually does something wrong or outside of the rules of the relationship there was still there's still you know the way you would uh break up storms are brewing break up like a car accident like even if someone gets hit or and you hit them it's still not a hundred percent your fault usually based on insurance <laughs> I was like that's just like a logical way to yeah or like a more concrete way there was something brewing underneath the surface all along <laughs> they wanted to hit you with the car it was coming for you you couldn't avoid it <laughs> the red flags though they're always there they're there I actually told a guy I said you know what Maya Angelou said if you to, if a guy tells you who they are, listen, believe yeah, 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 yeah. him. But I'm saying this to the guy. You're not supposed to well, share that. <laughs> well, it's the secret between my <laughs> and re- and us. Wait, how did he react? Though? That's a, yeah, that's. I because mean, that's so simple though, and it's so, so simple, yeah. and yet we never follow it. But if a red flag is obvious, it's so obvious. Sometimes that's why I'm, I write them down though, because I don't know. I, I don't trust my gut. But like if a guy literally, but if you like, no, yeah, writing an it asshole? down is very good tact. I just can't see myself writing it down. But I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think I, I, I imagined you in your journal, by the way, when you said that. Oh, but yeah. I, I, I think that's very. It's a good thing to do because you, you writing it down will make it stay retained. I have in my head. He said he bought his shoes on sale. <laughs> Not a good sign. 
Yeah. He said that while we were having apple pie. Mm. He said to me, how much are my shoes? Go lower. Go lower. That's weird. What? <laughs> Go lower. And is that when you're like, my hands like, said. <laughs> <laughs> if they tell you who they yeah. are, believe, believe them. And I was like, he's telling me he wants really cheap shoes. Yeah. Oh, I judge a guy on his fat, like, shoes. Now, I should run if I am not into that. Uh, or I should see that this is possibly someone that may be dealing with something financially, and I should go. That's the this is right there, right yeah. there. But you know, sometimes you just well, because that the reason I write them down is because I'm not sure if it is actually a red flag or if it's something. You know what I mean? I don't know if that, or I'm if like it's is a this, fun quirk. Yeah, exactly. Is this indicative of something down the road that's it's really going to hurt? It's always what it is with men. Yeah, it's that's never, true. They do it, tell you who they are. It really is nothing other than what it is, especially yeah. with men. I feel like they're simpler in a way that I really admire. Very simple. Yeah. Very. And and I, as a woman, I think a lot of women do this, sometimes expect men to read my mind. Oh, and God. I forget oh, they that they can. But women can read my mind. Like women can is, are intuitive in a way that's just different. Yeah. Baby wanted 12. That's the, I mean, that's how I always remind myself. It's a scene in the breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. And like, he, no one's ever going to want to wash the dishes for you. You just have to say, can you wash the dishes? And then he'll wash the dishes. It's very simple. Yeah. It's so, it's I so. I forget that shit all the time. See, I get from, from male comics. They always say to me that I, that I seem like a male is a with relationships like they see they say i'm like a guy you like the guy yeah people say it's a current right um but it know. depends for from you what you explained to me I earlier you it. might be um you're definitely in business masculine and it seems like but it seems like you possibly use masculine energy as a shield for yourself but truly want to uh be in a relationship where you are the more feminine energy I am actually con pretty concerned that i truly am always the masculine energy um, I'm, well, I'm, so I'm, yeah. Are you, but the way you told me that story about with the turnstile with Keith yeah. with the thing, and then he put you in your place, and then you melted like you physically, you you got a huge smile on your face. Right. Like, Thank you. Like I've never seen you like melt into affection like that. But not that I mean, I mean, I'm around you a lot. I'm not around a significant other. You don't but maybe, melt. No, I mean I've been <laughs> one time I was smitten on set uh, with a celebrity chef Justin Warner. Hi, you're married, but you know. Oh yeah, um, you were. Oh, actually, that was. But melty. that was. That but was that melty. was also back and forth. It wasn't just you know. It wasn't just. Sometimes you every now and again. Every now and again, you just meet someone and you like connect with. But and I mean very now and again, like five times and like it just doesn't really happen. And you know, so you're just like, oh, I I'll guess, enjoy this moment. I guess what I mean. <clears throat> by sometimes they say that about me is also because of the way I um have dated several and and I don't seem affected uh -huh. like there's no um catching feelings type of thing you know or like real like I don't go crazy after a breakup or I don't well I just, that's good and yeah. they've seen the guys have seen me they know all the guys I've dated and they're like you're like a dude like oh, okay that and I go and I think a part of that is when I was young and I used to watch my dad dating, you know, their divorce, okay. dating several women. I used to think, actually, I know this is going to sound fucked up. I used to think that was kind of cool. Mm hmm. I, yeah. So I used to be like, yeah, I could date as many as okay. I want, you know, or, and there's no 
whatever. Yeah. You know, like I know some girls who just date. They've only been with like one guy or mm. their, like for a very long. Yeah. And that saddens me. It saddens <laughs> me too. I try. I'm like, am I judging? But no, I don't think I am. Because I'm like, how well, do we you know? Judge. We'll judge. Yeah, we'll judge. Shit out. <laughs> uh, how do you know? Like you, you, you know, unless they're just not sexual. Some people are just asexual or just very, very low sex drive. So that. Or ignorance is bliss. If you don't know, <sighs> that it better exists. I mean, ignorance and there is, is kind of a, like we were talking like, like sometimes, you know, oh, like wishing you were dumber i think there is yeah it could we're looking at it with our world view and our experience but i'm like it could have been maybe Simpler. it's okay for some people because it's not and i'm terminal. kind of jealous of them it's a lot yeah i, I would have been could work on other things now i could catch up on tv or something but that to me it's says a lot of tv you, i know you, i'm so behind it's a lot of shows i'm really behind i Escape haven't watched anything at Nam, yes <laughs> i just feel like i, I tell you that could take you more content guy was in my space recently and i knew i wanted to see the season wrap up of <laughs> escape at denam or whatever and <laughs> i was so i couldn't enjoy myself because i remember thinking i just can't i gotta watch I can't watch it. He's here. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you schedule dates by like I'm playing Spider-Man right now and I'm yeah. only at 25% because I got stuck in a glitch and it's really been bothering me for about a month because I ha can't really focus on that game because I'll feel like a loser if I really focus on it. <laughs> Why? Because I, I, I will commit to that game like you don't understand. But so, that that's, that's passion. It's no, no, no. That's a problem. It, it'll be a problem. Oh, I won't okay. have a career. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> Look, me sitting in my apartment finishing Spider-Man and it being passionate. No one gives a shit. So <laughs> I have to not. So I, but it's been bothering me for quite some time. So whenever they come over, I, all I'm thinking is, I, God, this could have been a good day for yeah. Spider-Man. This is oh. Spider-Man time being wasted. Yeah. Well, yeah. If it wasn't good. Uh, yeah. If you weren't enjoying the company. Oh, my God. <laughs> I enjoy the company. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm I get at like 25 percent. Well, I get like that, too. Like, I love this is weird, but I love um, the crossword lotto tickets, the scratch offs. Mm. I don't know why. I love them. It's oh, yeah? cathartic for me. It's like a dumb thing I can do. That's not a screen. And then I might win money. And I, I do actually win a lot of money with it. But um, sometimes I want to if a guy's in my in my space and i don't want him to be there that's all i can think about is i'd rather be scratching really? a crossword lotto ticket right now i would love be for you to say that to him the next time i should be more honest while yeah. he's just watching well i don't see him anymore so that's good yet be yeah but <laughs> next time if it ever pops up you need to go i have my clipboard of lotto tickets and the, I need this to guy that board. i'm with he knows I, i'm a gamer he knows that he actually has said to me you want to be playing spider-man right now don't you there but you like go. a lot of people are gamers and they're amped about gaming so i don't know this is a destructive <sighs> habit uh, like I couldn't date a gamer because I am not a gamer unless it's like the original Nintendo and I'll crush well, I'm not three, that but. harsh of a gamer I've, I've oh, okay. settled down since I, I your wild days of gaming <laughs> my wild when I was a young comic and dating Keith Robinson again um, and uh, here's this he, he left his house I didn't have any spots I was just like hanging yeah, out yeah. his house in Jersey Aww. you know because I was like Oh, I, I don't work the I don't work the weekends, <laughs> and uh, so he was off to do his Friday spot and left me there. And I finished Gears of War. I finished the whole game. 
damn to the and when he walked in it was like i think midnight maybe one o'clock and the credits were rolling <laughs> and he goes wow. what is wrong with you <laughs> my son does that because <laughs> you haven't gotten up from that seat wow go, yes good game yeah i was like my dad maybe my dad did that growing up because like that's some focus yeah it does i couldn't focus on a game like that i just don't have that like i don't know it just doesn't track my attention. But I could scratch a lot of tickets for hours. Sometimes Jesse Dodge will come over and we'll just scratch a lot of tickets. Really? It's the fucking best. It's the most white trash story. Oh, it's ever. so white trash. I think David <laughs> Oh, well, listen, David Tell does that too. <laughs> Who does that? David Tell. I think he does lotto tickets. Oh, really? Mm, yeah. Oh, that's fun. I've seen him buy those. And I just, he goes crazy. It's a thrill. I've always watched people doing that. I don't understand. And see, and I feel that way about gaming. Ah. And but I, but if I think about like a game like that, like some of these video games are like beautiful video yes. games. You can go lost in your imagination. Mm. Fucking crossword scratch off. That's a simple. That's some simple shit. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like it. But you also win things. I do. So that's yeah. That's the best part of it. Oh yeah. Oh the thrill. And you go back to the same deli five times. Do you ever sniff it afterwards? Like no. <laughs> I was like, wait, do they do make people scratch do and sniff ones now? They might actually. They might. Oh, that's a good idea. And if they don't, you should they copyright sh- that so you can. They yeah, should. that is make a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Or, and I have to be yeah. part of it. Well, no, yeah, it's your. Yeah, you guys, it's your business venture. Scratch and sniff. Oh God, I used to love those markers and stickers. Yeah. So you girls are both single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh I feel I kind of have two I'm, boyfriends. It's weird. Uh, you have two? Mm. Well, I feel like I do. And I actually really like it. Because I don't feel like I belong to anybody, but I have these beautiful relationships with two different guys. And I And do they really, know? Are they yes. okay with that? Yeah. And I love huh. that. Like that's so cool. And I'm okay with it. Usually I'm monog you know. I but I kinda had a theory of like I don't I've watched some movie somewhere this woman was like I just want to ha- go around the world and have love affairs like that's all I want to do just have love affairs she doesn't with have people. to go around the world well yeah, and I'm not either I'm just staying in New York <laughs> I guess she doesn't want everyone to know it was yeah, a movie just but stay yeah. local bitch yeah yeah <laughs> agree and also sometimes you can find a guy who's like doesn't who like thinks that's great like good for you experience if you can experience this feeling with another person do it you don't have I don't I don't have to be your only everything and I love that because there's some kind of ownership that I don't like in relationships that I'll take it on I'm guilty of it too like you are my boy you are mine you are and I I don't like that it doesn't feel right to me even oh, though really? I will enjoy it or partake in it you know? I was like I'll pee on someone <laughs> yeah no I need them to be mine <laughs> that's the thing about this current guy he's so pretty mm. and I've I just like it's it's more of like an observation on a pretty man like I'm watching his world as a pretty man yeah. that's so fascinating Isn't oh my it? god I, I one of the guys yes. I'm dating the guy I'm dating uh, they're both very handsome but the one guy that you know I he oh my good god he's so attractive and yeah. I love going out and watching other girls like staring at I love that because I'm like yeah. well I don't okay <laughs> I mean I don't love I I will say I, obviously you understand where the other girl's coming from because you feel the same way. So yeah. I don't I'm not like jealous of it or anything. I just But it's like go over there. Stay, I'm just there I'm like, court. what is happening? Because he doesn't get just women. He gets women, he gets men. They wow. the way they he gravitate wow. towards him is very interesting to me. I, I may, wow. maybe the reason I'm around, it's more of a social experiment for me. But it's like just watching like I seen girls like I'm like, is her her vagina is now touching his knee and he doesn't uh, know it? Well that yeah. I mean, not really, yeah. but I'm oh, just right, saying right, that right. The, the energy of how close these women like accidentally bump into. <laughs> we wow. La- we actually laugh about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I'm like, did you? Sh- what? Is he aware? I'll see a girl that was off in the distance. All of a sudden, she's like right 
next to him. Wow. I'm like, oh my god, that bitch come from? Where does she come from? It's I like like <laughs> I've never like dated someone who's so handsome that I just look at him. I'm like, wow. No, he's you beautiful. Are, you got it. Man. To me, anyway. I mean, I've, I, I, you know, it's all in the, but I, yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's beautiful. So <laughs> make sure to always tell him you're uh, beautiful, to, but add it to me. That'll keep him under yeah. your, yeah, that'll keep him under control a little bit. Yeah, wrangle, not handle, what, wrangle. Just be like you're beautiful, and then let it sit for to me. Like let it sit for. <laughs> yeah, a don't let his ego yeah, fly yeah, away yeah. into the sky. You're yeah. right. You're gotta right. keep it under control. A little That's bit. right. Where, um, <laughs> well, I know his, I know his little weak point. Uh, well, so there it you go. Seems <laughs> and you have your finger over. It's hovering over the button. Oh, I guess oh I can't. I can't be brutal. <laughs> well, it. I also think I think it's interesting because I feel like you test people sometimes, and then like when they fail the test, you lose respect for them. I mean, I do that notoriously, yeah. and then people are like, "Why?" And I'm like, ah, "I don't know." Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks uh, for chatting with thank us. Thank you very much. I no, thank you. This is a very really good fun. conversation. Yeah, we're way past. It. We're at an hour and a half almost, but I'm like, this is very fun. Well, uh, and we, where can enough. we find you uh, and and find out where we can see you, etc. Websites, Podcast, social media. Yeah. Well, first, I want to thank you, ladies. Oh, thanks for You're having me. <laughs> thanks and for Our opening pleasure. me up to talking about. Sex. I'm so honored. I am appreciate it you know i i try to on stage but you know i have a good narcolepsy bit that if you come out to the club maybe i'll do that really makes you horny i could (laughs) i could do the narcolepsy bit more on stage than i can actually an intimate conversation but okay the guy i slept with who had narcolepsy but um (laughs) i you can find me at the comedy cellar you or you really just go to my website marinafranklin.com it has my host schedule there if you want, you could check out my set on Conan um, that I recently did this summer. And you can also check out my podcast, too. Is that okay? Of Absolutely. course. Yeah. Um, Friends Like Us. It uh, features women of color talking about hot topics. And every now and then we'll have someone who's white once a month. like a, <laughs> White like, day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a period or a man. <laughs> White or a man, yeah, on the oh, show yeah. during once a month. It's, yeah, it, sometimes there's more, and it's a heavy flow. Yeah, but that's what we like, do. Get out of my house now. Yeah, so <laughs> and I have a, a hour that I just finished taping, so we're finding a home for that. And you can go to my website and find out where that is when it happens. Nice. So thank thank you. you, ladies. Thank Perfect. you. Thank you. Uh, this has been guys. We fucked the anti slut shaming podcast. We will talk to you next Friday.
I see your face in shadows Couldn't you just look at me This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.